0: Hey, this is Cleveland Brown, and you're listening to the About Last Night podcast. I guess your TV must be broken. (laughs) Ha ha, just kidding. Actually, I'm not kidding. You're bored. Hey, Brad. What's up, Adam?
1: Oh, dude, you know, just feeling real chill. You look good, you feel good. And when you look good and you feel good, you
2: pod good. Darn right. And what's the best way that we can pod good? Put Koi CBD in your body. so great. I'm so glad that these guys jumped on as the sponsors. CBD oil is the hottest thing in health right now. You watch the news. Every day there's a new study about how good this
1: stuff is and the benefits of it. We're one press conference away from Trump being like, this is why (laughs) my cheeseburgers (laughs) taste so good. They've got Koi CBD oil in them. CBD, if you don't know what it is, It's not weed. That's a big misconception. It's an oil derived from an industrial hemp plant that has no psychoactive effects, so you get the medical benefits from the hemp plant without getting the high, man. It's a great natural alternative to over-the-counter and pharmaceutical drugs. Now, there's a lot of uh, uses for CBD oil. Absolutely. Uh, Creams, uh, tinctures, uh, vapes, gummies, which Koi all provides. I fuck with the gummies every morning because it starts my day off with a very relaxed, chill, meditative... uh, I just feel dialed in. There's got to be something in these gummies that also you know gives your brain an extra level of of uh coherentness is that the word well because you, you probably took it makes a, you make
2: up words you <laughs> took a gummy before you said that that's for sure and i do the same thing but i have the but i have the oils i, I just take the cbd yeah. oil i put it in my tea and then I'm I'm good to go for You're the a tea rest of the day. Now. Is that is that from being married? I mean I I, I don't know what it is. I'm a, tea is great though. I'm I'm a tea guy because it makes me feel good. Yeah. It's CBD oil, koi CBD oil, it makes me feel even better. They got all sorts of flavors. They got what are pe- the flavors? They got peppermint. They Oof. got
1: lemon lime. They got blue raspberry. They got all these all these different things. They are the fruity pebbles of CBD oil. <laughs> People use it too for pain, anxiety, inflammation. My mom uses the uh, koi uh, topical creams for yeah. arthritis, and she straight yep. up told me she's like I don't don't hurt like I hurt before. That's a great slogan. And I'm like, that is so honest and real. And that's coming from a Jewish mom. Yeah. And as you said, they don't, uh, they don't lie. They don't lie. This stuff
2: works so well, I'm scared to rub the lotion on me because I think it might cure my dwarfism. <laughs> and then what the fuck am I going to
1: joke about? Well, Koi CBD, uh, all these products are manufactured in the USA with 100% natural CBD oil. Uh, it's the best tasting product on the market, as yep. we've attested to the flavors. We've tried a bunch. People have come to us all the time. trying to be like, yo, can we sponsor? We haven't found the one we've liked until now. And uh, they're uh, America's number one trusted CBD brand. All the products are THC-free. Uh, THC and uh, it's a family owned and operated, um, uh, company. And, uh, if you want to fuck with Koi, which you should, cause we do. And we can't, uh, talk about how much we love their products enough. Uh, the gummies, the tinctures, the creams, uh, the tinctures, the drops, dude, I put a couple drops in before I go to bed. And it mm-hmm. also makes it easier to drink coffee. Cause coffee gives me a little bit of anxiety. Yep. Now it calms me down. Um, Perfect. so I love that. If you want it, go to Koi CBD.com right now, put in promo code about last night, all one word, all caps for 20% off any retail order from the website. Koi- cbd.com promo code about last night for 20% off the order start feeling good start living good start looking good start dwarfing good start dwarfing good <laughs> the official uh dwarf uh <laughs> sponsor koi is the
2: official cbd sponsor of dwarves can i say that i'm pretty sure <laughs> you've got proof
1: i'm I, i'm a dwarf <laughs> i'll bring it up at the next meeting and now enjoy a brand new episode of the about last night podcast with brad williams and adam ray Tonight, I will be at the Laugh Factory at 7.45 for an all crowd work show. Come out, Laugh Factory, tonight. And then tomorrow, big show, the Comedy Store Main Room, 8.30. And the lineup is stacked. Me, Brian Callen, Joey Diaz, Doug Benson, Kyle Canane, Rory Scovel. Going to be a killer show. 8.30, Comedy Store Main Room, tomorrow night. Tickets at ComedyStore.com. And then this weekend, I'll be back on the road with Dane Cook uh, on Thursday. In uh, no, yeah, Thursday in uh, Pittsburgh at the Rivers Casino, uh, Friday in Northfield, Ohio at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel, and then Saturday, baby, Mohegan Sun Arena in Uncasville, Connecticut. Ticket to dangcook.com. Brad Williams this weekend is gonna be in New Jersey at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick. Go see Brad Friday, uh, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, no, Sunday he goes to the Stress Factory in uh, Factory Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut. So, uh, so go see Brad. He's having a blast out there. Tickets to bradwilliamscomedy.com. Uh, my album, Read the Room, is still available on iTunes and uh, Spotify. Go get that. Um, keep emailing us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Uh, and tell us why you got the pod, how you got into it, why you love it. Because um, all that uh, free Adam Ray merch is coming your way if you do. Email us aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Today's episode is, no joke, one of my favorite episodes we've done in the history of this podcast i bumped into this guy at the robot chicken 10-year anniversary party um he's an nba you know superstar dude uh came up uh in arizona where he's from uh uh played basketball college in arizona uh got drafted uh by the rockets traded to the nets uh won a championship with the Cavs and lebron he's an nba journeyman and um He's been a leader, a starter, a role player, a veteran, won a championship with LeBron, um, a dunker for days. Dude, it's Richard Jefferson, baby. The newest member of the ESPN commentating analyst team. You know him from his killer podcast, Road Trippin' with Channing Fry. I met Richard at the Robot Chicken 10-year anniversary party. Couldn't be cooler. And uh, this episode, if you're a Hoops fan, you're going to love. If you're a comedy fan, you're going to love it even more. Uh, It's why Richard, you know, has been crushing it in the uh, media uh, side of hoops post playing. And um, man, we just we got into it. We came up with some catchphrases for him for the uh, for his uh, commentating, uh, you know, world that's about to go down. And so many great NBA stories, dude. I'm telling you, it's one of my favorite apps. We've been on an NBA kick recently with Blake Griffin and and Gary Payton. And I just interviewed Sue Bird today in Seattle, which is going to be dope. That comes out next week. But until then, enjoy the hell out of this episode with Richard Jefferson. Uh, Follow him on Instagram at Richard Jefferson, on Twitter at rjeff24. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy on Twitter and Instagram, Brad at FunnyBrad, at Aelin Podcast. And like I said, email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com, your favorite episodes, how you got into it. And I'll send you some Adam Ray merch, baby. Of course, comment and rate us on the iTunes page. And subscribe on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Watch the episodes on YouTube. This one is up today. Uh, go back, watch the Rap Report Eps, the Blake Griffin Eps. So many good ones coming up. Uh, Adam Devine, Brent Morin, Henry Winkler. Um, uh, uh, Jaleel White's coming back. John Kite's coming back as we uh, reach our way up to 500 in the departure of Brad. Uh, we got a lot of special pods coming up. So make sure you're subscribed so you can tune in and enjoy all the fun. Now that we got the tour dates, Twitter handles, and merch info out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Richard Jefferson.
0: I'm for fat shaming the right people, (laughs) the right people. That is right where we start (laughs) the pod with Jefferson going, I'm for fat
1: shaming. I'll I'll listen to this. As a former fat kid, I would love to hear about this. Okay, so. Because this is what made me a comedian, fat shaming.
0: Yeah, so look, I'm for fat shaming. Like professional sports, right, is one of the last places that you can like fat shame people, right? Mm -hmm. And so recently, you know, I enjoyed my first year of retirement. Uh, and one of my buddies, it was uh, we played in this uh, volleyball tournament called six man, and I was getting a little heavy. I was you know two fifty. What's something. heavy for Richard
1: Jefferson? Yeah,
0: uh, two fifty two, two fifty two. But it's like fat. Like I'm not lifting. I'm just like. And fat. also, granted, you're how tall? I'm six seven.
2: Yeah. So two fifty two. Like if I weigh
1: 252, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's but they'd have a to little different. They roll
0: you down the street. <laughs> they would <laughs>
1: bring it. back Willy Wonka just because of that. Oh, oh yeah, 100%. yeah. He's it like, be the head oh, Oompa. Yeah, oh, we that. we don't need the blueberry.
2: <laughs> we just roll Brad down the street. Paint, paint, paint his face blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is he a blueberry? Yeah. Is he fatty Smurf? Yeah, we're, yeah, not sure. we're not sure. One or but the boy, other can he is, be both. That's this is
0: going to trend really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so my boy, uh, he was really fat, right? Really fat. But he was an athlete. He used to play minor league baseball. Like just an athlete growing up. Yeah. So I went up to him. I, I called him and I was like, "Hey man, uh, do you, do you have some time? Like we need to talk." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on?" I was like, man, there's just some stuff, are you alone? Kenny's like, man, you know, whatever you need, man, what's going on? I was like, you're a fat piece of shit. (laughs) I was like, you're a fat piece of shit. And I was like, you know what? So am I, like, so am I right now. So here's the bet, right? Mm -hmm. I know, you know, money is not the same, so what we'll do, your 1,000 to my 2,000, and we'll see who can lose the most weight in two months. So it was like, I wanna say it was August, you know, 5th. And I was like, October 1st is our weigh-in date right mm. so who can lose the most weight in two months damn right yeah and he's like my next door neighbor i've known him since college Just like my it's okay. like a brother of mine so he
1: didn't take offense to it he was dying I mean, laughing because he, he was a fat yeah. piece yeah. of okay. shit but, but
0: guess what dude it, it takes Sometimes somebody. you have to
1: hear that yeah I, dude totally i had a buddy who i had to uh you know nudge to get go down the sober path and yeah. some and i was like at this moment where I was like, "Dude, he's an adult. I'm an adult. Should I really have to, you know, take responsibility?" But then I'm like, "Dude, sometimes you need to hear it, yeah, and especially yeah. from somebody you respect." So yeah,
0: and that's and that was my guy. And so it was like one of those things where it's like I needed to lose weight. Like if I would have started the basketball season at 253, the yeah. next step because you shit yeah, man. because you're traveling, you're eating, you're in green rooms, you're just like sitting around, like you're working crazy hours, so you're gonna gain eight to ten pounds. Yeah. So then all of a sudden next I'm like pushing 260, and the winter comes and I. I work in New York, so it's a lot harder to like. You're not just riding your bike, right? You're not out. going outside. Yeah, you're, you're, you're just inside in the whole time eating and Uber Eats and oh, just yeah. shitty hours. Yeah. So it's yeah. like
2: it, it's the thing where you, like you don't realize how hard it is for like when you see actors and actresses, and until I really started being on sets, I'm like oh they're just feeding you all day yeah all day how the fuck do they expect you to be like and there's
0: just food there th- th- well, the craft just ser- I can't imagine
1: what craft services you know I was telling you we played in the NBA Celeb All-Star yeah, Game yeah, last yeah, year yeah. and uh
0: by the way great shirt I'm not oh, trying to write but that's yeah know shirt. I feel like I'm 37
1: <laughs> I feel like I got maybe two more years to wear this Yeah, yeah. as a well, 40 year old <laughs> dude in this shirt yeah, something like, about it doesn't uh, add up to yeah, me yeah I'm
0: 39 it looks like you're like you're like that's like the starter like kit for for like trying to get young kids if starter started we're gonna start kick. You're like how long ago? Like, reading Rainbow. It. Yeah, you're just if like you, you, had your, your, you remember this show? Yeah, you don't. You I got don't? all the DVDs hey, in my house. You want yeah. a book?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah. If, if there was a oh. Halloween costume oh. that said "Pedophile Star," oh, oh my kid.
0: god, Reading Rainbow.
1: <laughs> lots you know what? Of candy. Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorite shirts, and now it's
0: not. <laughs> Take a look. It's in a book. The Dude, Reading I Rainbow. I make the kids sing that. Take a look. It's in my pants. You just go along. You go along with with a little Pied Piper, like just like whistling that. Dude. through a flute. Somewhere LeVar Burton is just... <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> um, so, uh, NBA celebrity, Le- Levar game. Burton. NBA celebrity yeah. game. So yeah. the snacks they had in the, uh, even oh. in the back, like Brett and I were like, Jesus Christ, they had like, I didn't realize Gatorade was like okay, like granola fucking, like you could shoot up some, like some fucking straight
0: sugar. I mean, it was. Yeah. But they had
1: bars. They had like everything back there. So I was like, "This is the celeb game." And like, I see like Ray Allen walking by, being like, "I don't eat that shit." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, me neither, Ray. We got the same body, man." But like, it was so much even for that. So I can't imagine well, post games. Well, so
0: you, oh yeah, post game stuff because you're burning so many calories. But like, yeah. mm-hmm. as a retired player, right? Like we were straight, but we were br- like two hours of practice and like not even just the running, but the physical contact that you're doing, right. that burning calories. And, and so for me, like I work in New York primarily, right? Doing ESPN, yeah. doing net, Brooklyn, that stuff. You crush net it, stuff. by the way, dude. Thank you. Yeah, we'll Thank get you very that. much. But I, but think about it, like, I'm on a plane, like, six hours. So it's like, they just sit there. Here's a meal. Yep. Would you like more drinks? Yep. Here's some snacks. And you're like, you're six hours watching movies and television shows. You you're can't just do like, anything. Yeah, you're just like, yes, give me more food. And then I mean, next thing you know, they, you're fat. Yeah, <laughs>
2: they should be passing out, like, dumbbells to people. Like, uh, hey, do some curls yeah, while you're just sitting there.
0: Somebody was like, well, you know, one thing that I've done with my travels, I try not to eat on planes. That's fucking next that's impossible. Next, six hours, dude. Yeah. The, the
1: food that I prep and bring on an LA to New York flight, especially like a red eye. Red did did eye, you, I'm you just say like, you?
0: you say you prep food? Well, like I'll bring a sandwich. That's that's adorable.
1: I don't I don't prep it. I mean, like I bring it. <laughs> I prepare you to just, eat it. I prepare to trap. eat it. You Adams, in the, kitchen, Adams in the kitchen. Adams in the kitchen with a chef hat <laughs> and
2: his reading rainbow shirt <laughs> yeah, and a kid yeah. duct taped in the
1: corner. And that's what he's doing. How dare you? His we name name's Caleb, and he's quiet. What? Who would you see? Like, obviously, Shaq comes to mind as, like, one of the guys who could just eat anything because he was burning so much stuff and still, but, like, had an appetite. Was there was there certain guys that, that burned that many calories but couldn't go to town because their bodies just weren't adding up? Or? No,
0: there's a lot of guys, right? There's a lot of guys. Metabolism. Yeah, your metabolism. And as you get older, you see that. And when guys are super young, they spend their whole first part of their career trying to bulk up, right? Yeah. You look at what Giannis has done. You yeah, look at yeah. what Braun did at the beginning. And then next thing you know, the, the, yeah, yeah, deadlifts <laughs> <shrimp's> huge, right? <laughs> huge. Ben Baker just trying <laughs> just to like jack on like, like, Cage if You really mass. want to get into it? Oh yeah, we'll go with the right. Jerry Curl. We'll <laughs> talk about the curl in a second, right? But then all of a sudden, you see them get later in their career, and then they try and lose weight, yeah. right? Because it's that pounding, and you're like, okay, yeah. now I need to slim up. Dwight Howard is like right. as skinny as he's ever. Been. Been because Crazy. you're trying to get some of that lift back. You're trying to lighten the load on your joints. So it's like you just have this evolution of guys and you see it now because we, we watch it so much for 30 years. Mm-hmm. Guys are super skinny because yeah. they get drafted in 19. Right. Then they spend that first part of their career trying to build, build weight. Giannis is fucking huge. He's jacked yeah. now, dude. Jack. Adds a whole other arsenal, whole another arsenal game, right? But I guarantee you... It's slow him down. It, it, no, 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 not slow down because right now he's at his peak. But when he hits 30, 31, he's going to want to like shrink and yeah. slim down again. So it's that that's just the evolution. So, so do we all just have to hire Tom Brady's trainer and then and then we can play forever? avocado ice cream. Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> like I'm not, Like I'd rather just. I'll just accept heart disease. Be really honest. At this point in time, I'm not doing avocado. Now, on this now, because you. Because
2: according to your Wikipedia page, and I, and oh, I, shit. and I looked this up. Like you're not.
0: You unretired, right? That was like I retired when we won a championship. We retire. I retired when I won a championship. That lasted a good forty-eight hours. Sure, because they told me they were going to pay me more money to come back, and I thought we'd had. I thought we were going to be the best team, and we would Mm -hmm. win a championship again. Then fucking Kevin Durant, that stud, went to went to Golden State. Now, when that
2: happens, dude, you guys around the league talk the same way we saw on like the talking
0: head shows, where everyone's like like you joined the guys that you were trying to beat or uh, you know what i was not i'm not, i was never a great player mm-hmm. i think that's more well, of that's, a conversation well, no, 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 I, well, <laughs> okay. I was a very good player i was a very good player not in the nba yeah a very good player. Like, like i feel I
1: got, like i'm a pretty good 24-hour fitness player and
0: you probably are Thank right you. uh but Thank i will you. say this that's a conversation for the great players to have okay. right that are trying to like battling each other for legacy whether it's lebron or steph or kobe or like that's an mj like those are the Conversations right. for the little guy The next level guys are like Well fuck it That's unfair It's like when Ray Allen Went to the Miami Heat yeah. You're just wow. like
1: I know Or there the Celtics Yeah even.
0: yeah even the, It was like Yo, there's, What yeah, are we they, gonna do we're, yeah. we're just out here Battling for a second we're, Yeah, like, That's it You really think that huh Well when that happened I knew we had a chance But it was like those guys were so good and Kevin is Kevin is so good and, they were good without him man and yeah. it was
1: And I, do you get uh, annoyed when you hear the people that are and I just saw you I think it was on the jump go to um, what's the guy in the clippers uh, big hair um,
0: uh, 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 Montrez yeah and you oh, were like okay.
1: dude and I, this is why I love you on the show is why you're so good A you're just good conversationalist but you just like shoot people straight and you also can relate to players and uh, non players but you were like dude come on be straight with me when you got Kawhi and PG you were like alright if we don't make it to the finals I think you said it's a wash of a season. And he was like, I mean, you know, like it's a it'll it'd be cool to get there. You're like, no, no, no. It's a wash, wash of, of a of season, a, yeah, and he yeah. was it's, like, "I mean, we, we'll make the playoffs probably." And yeah. you're like, "Dude, dude." It's and he was like, "Yeah, it's fucking. It'll be a bummer. Like, it'll be. A, it won't matter." <laughs> well,
0: and and look, I have no problem with him. You know, as a, he's still a young player, yeah, and he's very, very good. I have no problem with him saying that externally, but mm-hmm. inside that locker room, I know the truth. Like, you got a guy like Paul George, one of the most versatile, one of Come the best on. players in the league, and then you got Kawhi, who's a two-time champion. You know, two-time Finals MVP. Only gonna get better. Only gonna get better. Yeah. And, and this is the thing. It's like. Dude, inside that locker room, if you don't win a championship, the and it doesn't mean that you can get to the finals and you lose a battle. Oh, our season was shitty. But Mm -hmm. if you guys lose in the second round, if you guys don't make the conference finals and your team is primarily healthy, that's a failure of a season. And that's not to say that you guys are failures, but you have to recognize your own ceiling first and say, like every day we're gonna practice. Every day I'm gonna eat right. Every day we're gonna focus because that's our final goal. And if you don't have that focus, then sometimes you fall short and that's how you become, you know, disappointed.
2: But now, when you have teams like that, is there, like, like, is there everyone on board or are there guys where you got to really, like, Pick him up and be like, come on, like, we have a goal here.
0: Yes, very rarely. And Mm -hmm. even, and again, you look at Golden State, like, like Kevin Durant, you know, was having an all time historic run in the postseason this year. Injuries is something that can derail your team. Like, I I love Toronto. I will tip my hat to them. They would not have won the championship. If Clay Thompson would have been healthy throughout, that's probably a seven game series. Why do people
1: sleep on Clay as being like, they don't, do they? I I don't know.
0: know. No one, not in the conversations you have. No one that we're playing is like, this (laughs) dude is like, Clay and Steph and even Kevin there's few players that you can do everything right and they still make a shot yeah like that's that's frustrating because what just because it's just that quick it's not even reps like it's just a natural ability to do things that no one else can do and they just all happen to be on the same team I mean he had a was it a knee injury before he tore uh, his ankle the ankle, ankle. I think that he, he was
1: playing with when he scored thirty-one before, right?
0: Yeah, and then and then he tore his ACL and he and he thought he was fine. He just thought like it hurt. He right. tried to come back and play, and then he after hit, this, like
1: two free throws, yeah, and was like, yeah, nope,
0: no, 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 this is not. And all of a sudden,
1: <laughs> you got lucky with injuries in your career, right? To kind of uh, I, I was stay very away. fortunate. I was very that's very a big part of it, right?
0: Huge part of it, and that's the thing. It's like, yo, you don't ever want to. It's like Boogie Cousins, yeah. you know. And Oof. we're gonna talk about on the court. Yeah, what he's dealing mm-hmm. with on the court. That's tough. Isaiah Thomas, like lots of guys. <sighs> Yao Ming. Look at the history of. Dude,
1: Brandon, Roy, Brandon Roy, Seattle Roy, boy, sure. Yeah, that one. I mean, th- like, there are so many cases of, of that. Yeah, that Ray Golden. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, right? and like, you can't you, avoid it, can you? No, no. You can train and prep. There's one
0: one thing about being a professional athlete is whether it's in baseball, where it's the you know 160 games, basketball. Right. You, it's too, the ability yeah. to handle what being a professional means. If Brandon Roy had 30 game seasons, he would have played. 15 years oh, but the hmm. fact that you got to play 82 games and then the playoffs needs
1: him so many minutes right yeah, yeah. But, but
0: think about how dame lillard <clears throat> he's eating up every one of those minutes every night taking his team to yeah. the postseason and there's not a disrespect to brandon it's not anything that it's his fault but dame lillard is better equipped to handle that than brandon roy yeah and brandon roy was special yeah so, so like
2: so like when you when are there teams out there that know the guys are like okay you cannot play eight you cannot play eighty two. So we're gonna like we're gonna curtail your minutes. Like I like I know Pop does that a lot on like back to back nights where he doesn't want his stars playing in that second game because he wants to keep them fresh for the playoffs. Like is that like like is that a real thing? Yeah that's
0: a real thing from the standpoint of like guys it's like you might have some guys have had injury things, right? Mm -hmm. And even Chris Paul. Like Chris Paul, how many years have we seen him get hurt at the (sighs) end of the season? and this is a man and one thing that people don't understand, especially in the postseason when you see reoccurring injuries you never go as hard as you possibly can until that moment in the postseason, right? right. You'll go every player might go 80 percent, might go 85, depending on the game. But once season, you get to the postseason, yeah. it is 100 percent, 100 percent of the time. Yeah. And so then that's when you start to <clears throat> see the play hamstring. The best, that's where me, they're the best. best and you, you see the hamstrings, sports. you see all these things popping up. And it's just it's you try and conserve guys because you don't want to push them, but it's still when you get into that deep, deep fire like in the postseason, that's when you see it. It's also
1: kind of an interesting thing to do that because you're I guess training your body to almost go at eighty percent, and then when you ramp it up, expecting yeah. your body just to catch up, right? And yeah. like not have well, that, muscle's flare up well but. that's
0: what we're talking about fat shaming because it's like yo if you're carrying an extra 8 pounds it might not kill you in december it might not kill you in january but when you're going against somebody that is in peak physical condition yeah. and you're having to play 40 minutes chasing them around eventually you can't hit a shot yeah. your legs are exhausted because they're ha- so it's like that that 10 12 pounds that 8 pounds like that stuff catches up to you so you're allowed to fat shame people I mean my
1: boy Sean Kemp uh, oh. was able to play still at Almost three hundred for a couple of years, which was crazy. When he was on Portland and still hitting jumpers and still getting in the lane, I was like, "Dude, you see how you're doing it at this size? Drop maybe thirty to forty, and like to still be doing it. That shows you how crazy of an athlete he was. He
0: was amazing. And I think that's the one thing that's probably keeping him out of the Hall of Fame. Right? Mm-hmm. Had he made even two more dope years, two I more think dope he'd get, years, right? he be a Hall of Famer. Because he was like the first 10... high school kid. I know, he was a rain. Yeah, man. Yeah, what'd you think
1: of he... him seeing coming uh, coming out?
0: Dog, like Sean Kemp. like So my favorite dunkers, my favorite dunkers until Vince came along before, because we were – I was still in college, so yeah. I was like Vince, and then we became teammates. It was Dominique Wilkins sure. and Sean Kemp. Like yeah. that long windmill. Like I did windmills basically because I loved Sean Kemp That's and I loved so Dominique. Like, those, those are dude. my two favorite guys. Those are,
2: those are dunkers that it, it just seems like if they pulled some dunks in a game, like it would demoralize the other oh, team. Yes. Like, oh. like just, oh, Stuff that you would do in a dunk contest yes, and yes. practice, they were doing –
0: and MJ, you don't disrespect MJ. MJ yeah. is MJ. Well, yeah, go, yeah. So. He's MJ. But MJ was like dunking on people, the fadeaway. Like Dominique and Sean Kemp were just physical specimens yeah. that were like trying to break the rim and <laughs> yeah, yeah. anyone in its way. Yeah. Right. And so like I don't think MJ was like that. MJ was like, I want to go take down the big fella. Yeah. I have some sexy shit that no one else can do. Yeah. That's yeah. MJ. Dominique and Rain Man were trying to obliterate <laughs> yeah. everything. They're now, trying to make posters. Yeah. They're Kids trying
2: rooms to make posters. That is I would there, eventually kidnap. Yeah. Is, there, is, is there something to that to where like, because we had uh, Blake Griffin on the podcast, and yeah. obviously he's a big dunker. Blake like, is one of them. Can those dunks... If you're on the other end of that, can it, it can that just kind of shut you down for a
0: few minutes? Uh, well, yes. Like I, I'll say this: more timeouts are called after dunks than mm-hmm. anything else because a dunk is a complete break in your defense. Right? Yeah. It's not a layup. It's not a floater. It's like it's like a guy just went through the the, the <laughs> most the crucial part <laughs> yeah. Yeah. of the game. We're trying to stop him from there. He went in there and right. just. It wasn't like he got he obliterate like yes, which you is call great a time for out. the
1: fans because you get the instant replay. But for the player, it's like now you have more time to sit on the bench and kind of wipe oh, the nuts and, sweat and, off and your and face. And guys
0: start doing this like you start hitting your team. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that <laughs> you start hitting your guy yeah, yeah. now, and especially because I came in. It was like pre-social media. Now, guys, if you get a dunk in the first quarter, for, yeah. like the guys going to halftime, and be like yo. Yo, look at this! Like, like showing, oh, like, yeah, yeah, guys are looking at house Isn't of highlights, that crazy, ESPN. By the way everyone's looking at the stuff at halftime, being like, oh, like, yo, look at this, look at this. This is what we're doing before the coaches come in. Like, that can, hurt, yeah.
1: that can hurt. and help your image, yeah. yeah oh yeah, because some of that stuff can go viral. I mean, it's not like it's, it's you're but, not going to lose a contract because a dunk.
0: No, because it's it. What you know, the crazy thing now is it, it's everything is viral now, mm-hmm. right? Like a dunk now or a crossover is viral. It's always going to because it's like it'll go house of highlights, house of hoops. Sure, you know, ESPN, yeah. Bleacher Report. All of these things that go down, and then the new Shaq cycle change. Sha- and then the new cycle will change the next day, right? Yeah. And then I was like, it'll be another dunk and another sub.
1: Which, by the way, is a I think a, uh, an incredible advantage that uh, the NBA has, like. Welcomed and embraced, right? Yeah. I mean, the fact that like we don't fight people for
0: footage. What's that? We don't. They don't fight people for footage. No, dude. But
1: like, Ronnie Two K having him on, and and he was talking about that with the game, even and the and the players tweeting things out and talking about the game. I was like, social media and hoops have really like found an, an incredible relationship. So
0: I was on, and
1: you're a fucking great example of that.
0: I was on the team where Charlie Villanueva was the first person to tweet in the middle of a game. So he had a bad first half, he had a bad first half, and he tweeted. Now again, no one really knew who Twitter was. Like, Twitter was like, it was there, but it was still, again, this was in 08, maybe 09, right? So he tweets like, hey, tough first game, gotta pick it up in the second half. Cause that was like, okay, you just tweet things, right? Yeah, Whatever characters. Yeah. NBA and he goes out has a great second half and then it goes everywhere. ESPN is like, "Yo, Charlie Villanueva tweeted at halftime," and then the NBA came up with a new mm. rules and everyone was like, "What's what's Twitter?" and then Twitter was like, "Because it was like, Damn. oh, that was." And I'm not saying that's why Twitter became successful yeah, by any sure. means. I'm just saying this brought it to a consciousness that that had it hadn't reached yet, and then it started to blow up. And then because the NBA made rules about social media, saying you can't tweet up to thirty minutes after a game and stuff like that so once you start making rules about it then it started to kind of snowball man
2: and it's interesting because i was going through going through your social media uh when we were prepping for this interview and yeah look
0: at you doing the work of course and but
2: like i see like kevin love like commenting on your shit and like you see the other nba players so like you guys are you guys are in that network. You guys are definitely looking at it, lo- like looking at each other's stuff.
0: And I look at it just to talk shit. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when I, cause I troll in like random ways. And so I, I have to be very careful. So I will admit, like, as much as I've been active, I, I didn't join Instagram till about a year ago. Yeah. I didn't join Twitter till like just p- this past April. Well, and that's all fine. Of, OJ just joined Twitter. Yeah, so oh, you're yeah. not, you know, <laughs> you and him. <laughs> uh, everyone's so, late to the game yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: The juice. Yeah. Uh,
0: so no so it's like I, you know i'm still learning how yeah. to do it but i do enjoy like because my teammates know my personality and so mm-hmm. like when i when they post something and i talk shit like it makes them laugh yes it's public but it's like it's more just to fuck with my boys. How yeah.
1: important is yeah. it to being not only uh, in the NBA, but now obviously with the podcast Road Tripping, yeah. which, uh, as I was telling you, man, one of my favorite pods. Oh, the thank shit. You, thank you. And I also feel like you You and def- Channing Fry. Yeah, man, yeah. you guys, I feel like, have definitely pioneered. I mean, you tell me which ones came before and after, but I feel like.
0: Nothing. Nothing, nothing right? Was nothing when was I saw us. it,
1: I was like, oh, and I was like, why hasn't this happened we were the 30 first. years
0: ago? We were the first. Yeah. We were the first. And, and it was, again, it, it's all timing and. I wanted to start it, and I can't. Channing Fry was supposed to be the first guest. Like you know, we grew up. That's my. That's one of my closest friends. Yeah. We grew up together. And that Allie, AZ squad was yeah, it yeah. too also, yeah, it was we'll amazing. About, yeah. And then Allie Clifton. I was like, hey, let's do a podcast. Let's do a podcast. And she was like, oh, okay, cool. She got permission from Fox Sports. Then I was like, Channing, Channing can be our guest. Channing can be good. So Channing comes on. We do like one like practice one. We're shitty at it. You know, it yeah, takes sure. a while to of get course. to rhythm. Gotta get then, reps. The, then the very next time, we're in our trainer's room. And uh, Kyrie comes knocking on the, cause it because the trainer's room have a bigger room because that's where guys get treatment. Yeah, sure. Kyrie comes knocking on the door. So, hey, what are you guys doing? I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I just came to get some Advil. What are you doing? I was like, oh, we're recording podcasts." He's like, all right, I'll sit in. And we were like, all right. You hadn't fucking. even thought of that as an option. Huh? Well, it was, yeah. it was the first of, one. Yeah. It was like the first or second one. Yeah. So we were like, well, we were going to ease our teammates into it. We want to like, hey, you want to be a guest? And so once Kyrie sat down and it was fun. Wait, was that the pod where he went flat earther that was a couple pods later he went flat <laughs> okay, earther yeah, okay. that was, that was po- honestly it was probably like two or three podcasts later and then and then a- again it was very similar to the twitter yeah. right where it was like local people kind of knew but once that flat earth shit it just blew it yeah. up yeah. people were like what the fuck is road tripping are these guys really saying this shit on well on dude it air? gave
1: fans like this amazing insight into you guys hanging out and talking like people yeah. and not seeing you in post or pre-interviews mm-hmm. and you have yeah. people you and Channing that like are able to bring the best out of people and that everybody, like, clearly, and that's what I wanted to ask, too, like, I don't feel like everyone is as um, personable and as easygoing as, like, you and GP and Blake and able to, like, be comfortable in their own skin and do this type of stuff, yeah. right? Is it kind of, I mean, what percentage of the guys well, do you Well, I, like- I
0: think, I think one of the, okay, so Channing and I, like, I wanted to do media stuff, right? Always, like, so, yeah? All, not always, but I kind of leaned towards it. I avoided social media because, I, I have random thoughts and so I try and keep everything to myself. <laughs> yeah, sure. So I avoided social media, but I was like, oh, this is a good way to get some reps. If I wanna, because I'm gonna be retiring soon. We started it in my 15th season. So I was like, I'm gonna be retiring soon. This will be a cool way to get some easy reps and I can interview my guys. Yeah. But I think when you get players sitting down talking to each other, there they're no cameras. No cameras and anything, it takes them there, they makes them so much more relaxed. So yeah. you get content that you wouldn't get. And everything on ESPN, you can do a, a Sunday. Day conversation with somebody you're not finding out their five favorite cereal you're not going on these random stories right. that you would never ever yeah, get dude. so it was something that yeah. we kind of i don't want to say stumbled on but we quickly found out that like fans were like hungry for well, it because
2: we're tired of the post-game press conferences and like both I, teams I, played hard y- yeah
1: yes <laughs> also you're not gonna tell a reporter you're gonna tell mark stein what really happens on the banana boat you know
0: yeah no yeah and And, and, and it was cool because we did a lot of different things like we recorded on a plane yeah so we Mm -hmm. were the first ones. yeah like we like played Boston flying to Atlanta and we're like so tonight's game you sucked in the third quarter what the fuck, what's wrong with you <laughs> Dude, and it was yeah. like yeah and it was like people were like and we're like hey guys sorry for the audio we're on a plane and it was like yo even to this day i don't think that that's ever been done no. we had to cut it because our training staff cuz like we were in their kind of cubby area cuz yeah. they had an open table and they're like listen idiots like this is the only time for us to sleep and it <laughs> yeah, was so we yeah. did it like three or four times and we had to kill it sure. but it was like you know, we had five or six guys. I remember one podcast where we were just passing the mic and it was Tristan, JR, Braun, and Kyrie, everyone just back there telling stories. And it was like, an inside look, and then now you see so many podcasts. Come on you know? JJ, JJ. Well, JJ was the first. I'll okay. say JJ was the
1: first. Well, yours are the first I knew about. So. But JJ,
0: what he did is because I kind of like his was like a radio interview. So yeah. he would get a person and sit down. Yeah. But it wasn't in season. He right. only did it during the off That's season, right. and that was kind of like his thing. And he was very like one on one. Ours was like this is the Cleveland Cavaliers. You guys ready for a ride? Yeah, yeah. Dude. yeah so it was. Fun. It was like it, a
1: it, podcast it, version of Hard Knocks almost. Yeah, it was. It really was. Once <laughs> you got. On too, I mean, for me, it was like sure, obviously Kyrie one, but I was like, "Are you fucking?" I saw it in the uh, title in the yeah. feed I was like, "No way!" Yeah.
2: Because he's also so careful and so calculated with everything that he does. Be, you know, because he's under that microscope. Yeah, yeah. So to have him just sit down on the plane and be like, "Sure, yeah, whatever." And what the whole cool thing about?
0: that we do and we've always offered and we said like, "Hey." We want real content, not clickbait, right? Yep. And that's something that I, a lot of players never get that opportunity to sit down. So there's been many of things that we edited out, right? <laughs> mm. Kyrie, we edited stuff out. Bron, yeah. we've edited stuff out. We'd send it to them and be like, "Hey, Good this call. is a, this is what it is. Like, is there any part that you want to edit?" And we, so we, and we know, like, hey, we'll edit that out. So you guys can cuss. Yeah. You can say the n word. You can say anything that you want. Sure. And we'll cuss. We'll we'll edit it out. We'll bleep it out so that the content there is authentic and real. But you don't have to stress about it. Yeah right yeah. like there's been trust me if unedited <laughs> shit was that. put out there <laughs> uh, uh, that would because we also know that that would be the end of our teammates talking yeah, to us because they were yeah, like yo no nah, i'm not is. last time i sat with you man like nah man yeah. I, I had to answer questions for two months that's yeah, not what you yeah, want yeah. so
2: can you I, just call it the jr smith rule
0: yeah well you know I, I promise you i i would say this it, in order of people yeah. that we had to edit sure it was probably Kyrie, mm-hmm. timmy dunk <laughs> no, Timmy was great. He's got a that disdain was, for the Jews. I, I, apparently, I, I stand. I stand by. <laughs> one of my favorite episodes of that all was time. Of any hardest, podcast that was my hardest get, and my we got yeah. off the plane. We got off the plane and went into a separate car and drove to the to the Spurs practice facility because Tim gave us like an hour window, and it was like if we go to the hotel and then come and like, like and Tim is like, good a, a good good friend of mine, yeah. but I was like, yeah. yo guys, Tim, Dun-, and people I remember seeing on Twitter, people were like. This is not a drill. Tim Duncan is on the road <laughs> he's tripping gonna podcast. Talk. He's going to talk and so good. He's so dude. fucking funny.
1: Like after that episode, I was like, "Oh, is this the start of the Tim Duncan Doug, spinoff Doug, podcast?" He's so
0: funny, right? And that's something that and, you that's and Blake where, said
1: the
2: same thing about
1: him.
0: And and he's fucking hilarious. Such a dick. He's <laughs> yeah. such a dick. And like I take it well, yeah. right? In the sense of not dicks, but I take it well in the <laughs> yeah. sense of like I take it no when judgment. people talk shit <laughs> and when people like 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 I can like you can fire at me and so like he loved that because we used to go back and forth and sit next to each other and Tim's one of those people that if you talk to him about anything other than basketball he's excited cards, video games, cool. like like comic books. He yeah. his lights up Talking about basketball he's like, yeah, well, you know, well, you know, it's good. I, I had a good career. And you're like, fuck off, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? That's
1: yeah, what yeah. he does all the he time. I mean, I have to imagine. But I mean, do you, and how do most players because, you know, even when I met you at the Robot Chicken party and uh which I was dope by the way. That right? was so awesome. Wasn't that dope? I was
0: I, I was literally telling my wife so Devin Harris was there. Uh, was dope. uh Devin Harris was there. Uh, we met up so both of us know Seth Green really well cool right and so like Seth I met in oh four in New York we used to play ping pong in my house and we've just been we've just been friends for for years uh and so like a remake of my giant yeah I don't know what it was I, 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 I remember I'll never forget like uh somebody came and I was in like the back room and they were like is Seth Green in your apartment playing ping pong, <laughs> yeah, talking yeah. shit to people? And I was like, oh, Seth's here, cool. Yeah. Tell him I'll be out in a minute, yeah. right? And I was like, <laughs> but he's just, you guys know Seth. He's, he's been on the pod, he's, yeah, he's the, the best. The most awkwardly nice individual totally. yeah. in, that I maybe have ever met in my yep. life. Yep. And so, you know, when I got this in by whatever, but... Uh, my wife and Devin were talking and I'm like telling them to shut the fuck up because I'm so locked in oh, yeah, at everything. It was cool. Yeah, right? it, was it was so, so cool. And I was so happy for them 10 years and, you know, to be doing what they were doing. Like even when we got out and they had the shirts, right? Yeah. I was like, babe, do you yeah. want a shirt? She's like, no, I'm fine. I was like, yeah, we'll take two XL. She wants an XL. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, she wants an By XL. By the way,
2: one of those actresses on stage <laughs> <laughs> nearly decapitated my wife with that damn oh. t-shirt. Oh, it, it
0: was no, it mm-hmm. was no joke. Yeah, yeah like those <laughs> cannons. Of- she was like pointing it down. And what like, shirt was it? Was it the shirt? that they gave away
2: well they we didn't get it because my wife was too busy ducking and it's like the person behind us got it
1: today's episode of the about last night podcast is brought to you by koi cbd Ooh, cbd oil baby feeling relaxed just hearing me talk about it aren't you if you don't know what cbd oil is don't feel like a dum-dum adam's here to tell you cbd is an oil derived from industrial hemp and has no psychoactive effects man so you can get the medical benefits Okay, from the hemp plant without getting high. There's no weed. You're not going to get paranoid. It's a great natural alternative to over-the-counter and pharmaceutical drugs. People use CBD oil uh, for pain, depression, anxiety, stress, inflammation. Uh, New benefits are being discovered for CBD oil all the time. My mom uses the topical cream from Koi CBD. And uh, it's helped immensely, uh, which is big time because she's been having a, a tough time with arthritis and finding uh, a solution. And Koi CBD is stepping up to the plate with their topical creams. They've got uh, uh, tincture uh, droplets, uh, vape pens, edibles, pet products for your uh, for your dogs and cats to ch- to chill out. Come on, it's a stressful life being a cat and a dog. You want to chill out? Get some Koi CBD treats. They got topical products and more. All their products are manufactured in the USA with 100% natural CBD oil. It's a family-owned and operated company, and it truly is the best-tasting CBD products on the market. I feel like left and right, uh, people are approaching me after shows, uh, just being in the comedy business because comedy and... And, uh, you know, CBD kind of go hand in hand. Uh, it's a great stress reliever for our world. Uh, the Koi CBD Gummies... I fuck with daily because uh, it puts me in a zen state before I start my day and at night kind of relaxes me and, and helps me sleep better quite honestly is America's number one trusted CBD brand all the Koi CBD products are THC free uh, and there's a guaranteed purity, safety and consistency level in all of their products they're the best tasting CBD products on the market again I've tried so many um, the amount of people that have you know been like try these pens. we got these flavors and these you know f- f- you can put strawberries group your foot. Like, shut, shut up, man. No, I'm going with Koi CBD because they got the most shit and the best tasting shit. And quite honestly, um, it's made me feel the best at any of the products I've tried. And that's why they're America's number one trusted CBD brand. So if you want to get your stress relief on your relaxation going and start living a better, healthier life, get rid of that depression, anxiety, stress, and just start feeling better, then, uh, then, then get hooked up with Koi CBD. Okay. Head on over right now to koi cbd.com that's k o i cbd.com and enter promo code about last night for 20% off any retail order from the website that's koi k o i cbd.com uh promo code about last night for 20% off any retail order from the website gummies tinctures pens creams they got it all i'm telling you they're the shit and uh and brad and i couldn't love them more who knows they might fucking make brad grow which would ruin his act but But uh, would help him reach the Cocoa Puffs on the top shelf. Is that uh, one of the shows? (laughs) And like, what do uh, like when you guys are on the road and stuff? Are there is there time? Blake was telling us like once the season starts because you know we're talking about having an off season and what do you do and how do he's like I'm trying to you know find ways to enjoy the summer more because the season starts and it's so regimented about what you eat, what you do, free time. Uh, So like, are there shows and movies or on planes? How do you?
0: Yeah, so for me, I try not to watch movies during the summer. Right, I try not to mm. watch movies during the summer because I know I'm gonna be sitting on a plane. So I like I'll watch shows, I'll watch movies that that that, that might have come out unless it's like one that I gotta go see, like a, right. a John Wick, a, yeah. sure, one sure, of the sure. one of the Marvel movies. Like if it's, it's something that's Airbud 20. Air, Air yeah. 27, yeah. Yeah. like you know, yeah. like Space Jam Four, like those yeah. are the ones that you gotta Man, yeah. go see. But for the most part, I try not to watch any of that stuff. I'll I'll wait till shows have like like all almost all the way done. Like I just the first episode of Game of Thrones I watched in real time was the finale. <laughs> was the finale first yeah. one? So like, yeah. I started in the last like two years. I caught up on Game of Thrones. There you go. First, and then like the last season, I watched like the week before, and then first episode real time what a was good the finale. Way to do it? How it's was a good it? Way, it was awesome. It was. Yeah. And I'm well, don't I was, spoil it. I'm gonna
1: watch intense. Yeah, years. yeah. I wasn't. I'm not a Game of
0: Throner I'm not one of those people that every Sunday was waiting on it. Sure. So like for me, I was like, ah, that's a cool ending. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 I, yeah. I could, but everybody else was just like, yeah. I think yeah. I heard
1: was it you and D Wade and um uh and Chain talking about. American Vandal or was it yeah, yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah. so it was like everybody has their own thing and a lot of times guys will just kind of talk and like I there's a lot of things that like I haven't seen like I haven't seen the final season of Breaking Bad I know I've watched it first I haven't it. seen, I haven't seen I haven't see, it's good yeah. I haven't seen the final <laughs> season of Mad Men those are like my two Damn, ones right and like so
2: two, two great I just shows get
0: ever. to places and then I just sure. like all right season's over and then I stop and then the next season I'll end up starting something out right and uh,
1: also so many bus trips and now with everything on the phone right there's probably like it, I mean, how much on the bus is it like, do you want to chum it up and shoot the shit versus like, yo, I'm going to lock in on my phone it like depends. A- It depends.
0: It hmm. depends if you're landing someplace and you're trying to go out. It yeah. depends on what city you're going to. It depends on what time you're getting in. If it's one of those like 3 a.m. flights where, one, where you land at 3, people are on the bus just kind of like, in their own world just get us to the hotel get me to our room what time's breakfast in the morning but we have so much that and that's why we started road tripping because like people don't understand like and even as a as a young kid and as a rookie this is what happens right and i know you guys have probably heard the story but for the people at home uh this is what happens you land let's say you're playing you're the lakers and you fly to portland Mm -hmm. you you might have practice in the morning you get on the plane at 12 you land up there at three and they say we'll see you tomorrow at 10 a.m so you got Fuck. The whole night. The whole night.
2: Just do whatever.
0: You can play video games. You can go to dinner. You can go see your family. You can go see friends. You can do whatever. 10 a.m., that's it. So at 10 a.m., you have shoot around, right? You go to shoot around. You go to practice. And a lot of teams have kind of gotten rid of shoot around because of Mm -hmm. load management. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wow. And that's not a a sexual statement. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. And then... What they, what they, what they did? I actually stole that joke. I I stole that joke from Katie Nolan. Katie Nolan, (laughs) always late. Go go. check it out. Love you, Katie. Yeah, she's a beast. Yeah. So uh, I stole that joke. It just aired. (laughs) Uh, But no. So then, like, so you have shoot around at ten. But let's say shoot around goes to eleven thirty. Yeah. They're like, all right, guys, buses at five. you got five more hours. You got five more hours. That's it. And then you play a game. And then the next day, let's say you might have an off day. The next day, let's say you fly to Oklahoma City. Or let's say, let's pick a better city. Ooh. Let's say you fly to. <laughs> let's say you fly to. Charlotte. Sh- that's a shitty city. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's say you fly. Miami. No, you gotta go shorter flight. Okay. You gotta go shorter okay. flight. Okay. San Francisco. Right. Let's say you, go, you go, go from Portland to San Francisco. That's yeah, yeah. a normal trip. Yeah, there you go. So you San Warriors. Francisco, right? And it could be an off day. So you'll fly after the game. You'll get in at like one o'clock, and they'll be like, "Guys, um, tomorrow off. Practice for the bus at ten a.m. the next day." And it's like, you got a full uh, day. Yeah, yeah, you got a good. Is there a curfew? No, no, no curfew, wow. no nothing.
1: Yeah, but so now it's out. professional
0: sports, so like your your money and your job is all like all based off of like. Your performance So if you're raging all night Your performance isn't going to be well right. It will be your paychecks
2: So so during that time Are like guys trying to like Hit hit up the gym Are those Guys are
0: doing different things yeah. Guys are working out in the morning Working out Doing little things Like you don't Again yeah, like, yeah, we're still professionals But sure. like professionals also like to push limits On both ends Come on of the man candle. Dude uh, MJ
1: classically uh, In that Dream Team documentary Was like I mean just going oh, balls to the wall savage. dude and, and team, still crushing and it. And Dream yeah. Team
0: is different because they were just obliterating. Yeah and they, and they knew yeah, they, they were all good were, like, there was like there was no team to this day's greatest 100%. team ever assembled. Mike was yeah. probably
1: going at 45% and still dominating. He did right? not
0: care. He yeah. did not care. And it was like this is the thing about like USA basketball that that struggled because of the Dream Team. Right, and this is one thing that people don't understand about the game of basketball. Let's say five hundred million more people play basketball today mm-hmm. than they did, right? Like right. in in the in '92, right? Because sure. the game is bigger in China, it's bigger in Brazil, it's big, like I'm saying, it's grown in all these places. It's right. more of a global game, yeah. And that's what that '92 Dream Team did. So now, when you're talking about being the best player in the world, now there's mm. a lot more people that play the game, yeah, and in. 20 years there's going to be a lot more people that play in the game so it's like the pool keeps getting bigger when you're talking about being the best player and that's something that the dream team started how
2: do you how do you guys stop from laughing when someone tweets at you like Dude, the professor from N1 could totally take you guys in the league. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, do you guys, do you guys just <laughs> <No>, kind of like... No, <laughs> because people need to
0: understand, too, like, anywhere you walk, like, people yeah. might not even say anything to you. like, man, I could dunk on you. And it's like, yeah, that's, yeah, just, yeah. that's just part of it. And I, like, sure. again, I avoided social media for a long time. But a lot of guys, you know, there are a lot of players that are famously known for just going back at people. And, did, yeah. and it's just, everyone's different. Everyone's got a different kind of temperament. Right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, there's pit bulls and then there's bulldogs, dogs. <laughs> Right. Yeah, they're bulls they're yeah, and then Bulldogs. Some of like, my some favorite are- clips
2: were like of Brian Scalabrini <laughs> showing up to the playground and fucking owning all the streetball oh, players. People
0: yeah. don't know. Like, yeah. This is one thing that I, I, I've always said you don't know how good you have to be right just to suck in the NBA. Wow. yeah right just to suck just to be like yo he like people were like andy dalton no disrespect he had yeah. a rough night last night on monday yeah. night football yeah sure do you know if andy dalton were to go into college right now he would <laughs> oh, win the heisman trophy yeah right like that's how good own, andy just, dalton is right be owning people he would yeah. be owning people but you don't people don't understand how good you have to be so if you were to put a brian scalabrini if yeah. you were to put anybody and just go hey we're gonna go put you in a men's league they'd be one of the best players and 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 people don't uh, professionalism also means showing up being a good teammate like mm-hmm. guys will last so much longer in the league if they just do all the things that they need to do that's part of being a professional it's not just yeah. your skill set
2: well well, because like like you later in your career when like you were brought to the Cavs and stuff like that like yes you would contribute but all the talking heads were like like he's a locker room guy yes now yes. Is, is that is that something that you built throughout your career was that a plan or and is that something that's truly legit that a, that a team it's needs? so important chemistry okay. is
0: so so important and you hear it all the time when these teams have guys that change for me and, and channing fry james jones it wasn't just me on that Cavs team but a lot of it it has to do with hey look is not just accepting your role; it's mm-hmm. accepting your role with enthusiasm, right? Like that is a big, big thing. Like a lot of people, are like, all right, fine, I'll come off the bench, right? right? That's one. Or it's like, all right, I'll come off the bench. This is what I'm going to do for you guys, like because I yeah. care and I've bought in like you said the exact same thing but you did it in a different way yeah. and i think that's when people talk about Carmelo deserving I was another about to chance. ask about, about and it's like now Melo. Carmelo has humbled himself yeah. and he's willing to accept that role but now he's in a different space and again he's a great great all-time player hall of famer but sometimes it's hard for guys to accept those roles me i was a very good player never a great player so when Started my for a long time. I, yeah so when my career got to a spot of like all right um like Either I could just call it a day or I can accept being a role player and just trying mm-hmm. to mentor young guys and and doing the things that are needed. I might play one day. I might play for two weeks straight and then not get a DMP. Those are things that, as much as it's an ego shot, yeah. if you want to have a chance to be on a championship team, those are things that I sacrifice.
1: Dude, sometimes I feel like the six and seven guys – uh, coming into the game are more memorable and more integral to the entire squad. Like when my Soups had uh, Vladimir Rodmanovich and he won the sixth man, dude, I mean, g- games would be won and lost by him. Changing the course of what was happening. And it was like, oh, dude, like, obviously, like, starting five is doing their thing, but you're like, you need, like, at some point, guys are going to get tired and people need to come in. And you, I mean, we're consistently just bringing in, like, energy, energy and
0: energy. And it was like, the only reason why, like, going back to that 16 final, the only reason why I got to start when Kevin Love went out and got hurt mm-hmm. is because. I played garbage minutes in game one and game two. We got blown out by 20 points. So yeah. game one, game two, we get blown out. Coach throws in the end of the bench. I went in there like a fucking bat out of hell. <laughs> and I was, like, you know, I scored eight points in yeah, two dude. minutes. And then they were like, well, you know, Kevin goes out and they're like, well, shit, who are we can play? I was like, well, fuck, Richard's played hard. He played all right. And all of a sudden you get another opportunity. And one thing that I always used to tell the young players that were mad that they were only playing 10 or 15 minutes. And I was like, yeah. hey. 10 or 15 minutes can turn into 10 minutes, it can turn into five minutes, and it can turn into no minutes. Or 10 and 15 minutes can turn into 20 to 25. Right. It just depends on how you take it. So you can be mad about the 15 minutes, but best believe if you go four for four and you don't make it any defensive mistakes, that 15 minutes is gonna turn into 20. Or you can be pissed off and go out there begrudgingly, and then all of a sudden it turns into five into a DMP. Which one do you want?
1: Yeah, yeah who taught yeah, you that? You
0: ah uh, god yeah <laughs> Popovich. yeah i was, <laughs> I was about, about say, to say pop of it is
1: pop truly i mean do yeah. you feel so i mean what a career like the things you've gotten to do but like playing for certain coaches does when does that become a thing of like oh it'd be cool to get to well, be in look, that system look, for a minute look, san
0: antonio people hate me but uh um, veto loves you yeah, yeah i love Vito. uh mm-hmm. but one of my things that i learned in san antonio and i know it, it'll sound very cliche but it's it's not your situation that dictates your success. Like it's how you handle your situation, right? Like I know that sounds like the fucking title of a book, but it's the truth. It's how you handle it that will dictate your elevation, that will dictate your altitude. And so, you know, like for me learning in there and I, you know, again, maturity and learning how to handle some adversity, like if you don't handle it well, you could either keep going down that path or you'd be like, hey, the next time I'm in a situation that might not be perfect, I'm going to handle it better. And so like that's was part of the progression for me as i got older and became more of a veteran and, and a role player it's yeah. like okay i might not play but i'm gonna work out i'm gonna do all the things that are needed and then lo and behold i got an opportunity to play for a championship yeah
2: dude what uh yeah take, does, do, 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 does he do anything different what does pop do that's like because i've always wondered when they say coaches like pop is the great is the best right now or bill belichick is the greatest like Larry what is brown what 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 is he doing on what a did you week to week very brown
0: don't, don't ever fucking say that name. Again. <laughs> <laughs> say that well, name again. Why? That name why? Again. No, he was my coach in the Olympics. Larry Brown is a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah. Right? But, but I wouldn't put him anywhere near the same as a Belichick or anywhere. Really? I, like, I wouldn't put him anywhere what about near. About Coach pop? Carroll. Pete Coach Carroll. Carroll, yeah, I really like Coach oh, Carroll. Yeah. Coach Carroll's damn near seventy. Coach Carroll lives like three houses down from me. Shut up. Yes, yeah, and and he in Hermosa Beach, yeah, I've, I've played volleyball with him. Uh, he plays volleyball. Yeah, his daughter. I sprained my ankle getting out of an Uber two yeah, nights his, ago. His 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 uh, his, wife, his wife played volleyball. Yeah. Jamie at the, she, went to SC she, with her. At C, yeah, yeah, one of my. You know good friends knows her and so we used to always kind of play right in front of her house well, to this day we play on 28th street you know right by their house there right?
1: you go so, 28th
2: street everybody yeah go. they live on 34th <laughs> yeah. street yeah. but like we play, that play right out. by out yeah no but like so like what does pop do yeah. that because because you played for a few coaches
0: he just he just there is no excuses mm-hmm. right there is no excuses and he is he's He's like a drill sergeant that you love, right? And I will not be the player that I I grew to be even later in my career without him teaching me and fucking whooping my ass and, yeah. and fucking, I, I just. He's got an angry he, side he, he's huh? Oh, yeah. He, he says, yeah, I'm gonna go full fucking Serbian on you. That's what he says. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what he says. Uh, I was, hope he's Serbian. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, he's just, and, and you know what? He comes from military background, yeah. you yeah. know, went to the Air Force. So yeah. like, he's a very, like, do your job, no fucking excuses. And he's also behind all of that kind of military. He's a fucking brilliant mind. Mm-hmm. And, he's a, and he's the president. With a GM and then he's and then the coach, so he's bringing in his players. If he doesn't, right. follow, you know, he famously <laughs> waived Stephen Jackson right before the postseason a couple years ago because like he has that power. Most coaches would go to a president and it's like, yo, if you're not getting along, it's the postseason. We don't, want you know. He is did it. he is the judge, the jury, and the executioner. So like he controls. He's the one that dictates how much he's going to pay you.
1: Do you play harder for a coach when you do respect him on multiple levels like that, or do you just need to go all right? He knows his basketball shit and that's it.
0: Well you 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 go in there with a lot less questions, and that's why guys have struggled. You look at LaMarcus Aldridge. You look at DeMar mm-hmm. DeRozan. There's a transition. When you're successful earlier on in your career, and then you show up in San Antonio, it's like, hey, we appreciate everything that you've done to get here. Yeah. We respect your talent. That's why we have you here, but this is what we're going to need from you, right. and this is how we right. are going to
1: play. The ball's not going to go
0: through yeah. you. You're this, not doing this, not, ISO ball, yeah, nothing like that. That's like it's like if adjustment.
1: you've been serving at Applebee's, and then you become a manager at Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> it's they're different. like, dude, we love what you've done at yeah. the Bee's, but we got a bigger menu here. We got here. a bigger menu here, yeah. so we're going
0: to need you to know a little bit more, <laughs> yeah. all right? And so yeah. it, it's, it, that's what's different there, and it takes guys a little bit of time to adjust. Yeah, because not everybody can adjust like that, right? No, because you because you understand. You know, guys can be studs in high school, studs in college, go to a franchise, and, you know, all of a sudden get Killed everything that they want. in college. Yeah, mean, done every yeah. like you did. And so it's <laughs> like, and just crush all, you know, for eight years, be yeah. a six-time All-Star, and then you show up to a play. But even if you didn't win a championship, you show up in San Antonio, and he's won five, and he's like, well, okay that's cool this is what we're gonna do and that's a mind that's a mind fuck that's <sighs> yeah, an dude. emotional change that's you a, check your ego it's mm-hmm. at the door which yeah. who's got bigger egos
1: i mean when you've won like that and you're going to a situation where you're the guy right yeah, yeah um tough. take us to, to the college actually take us all the way back to when oh, wait you wait wait.
0: are we going to talk about the college thing and the california now allowing players to get paid that's awesome I'm, by the way i mean when did that happen
2: the, what yesterday what fuck have you yeah yesterday 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 yeah, uh, the uh, Gavin
0: Newsom, the governor, governor signed, signed in it. the bill. So now, yes. it's four years out. It's four years out. Right. I think this is the Holy greatest shit. thing to
2: ever happen. Me too. Because it, it may... It, like,
0: it's going to change. It's going to change the NCAA.
2: California is going to have essentially its own league unless the NCAA steps up.
0: Well, the, this is one thing that they haven't addressed is that there's other states with similar bills. So these other states are now starting to propose the bill in California. Yeah. Like, everyone thought California quote unquote was a bunch of dumb hippies when they legalized marijuana for for medicinal use yeah, right. you know, fifteen years ago and now half of America is doing the same yeah legal right yeah. and they're so paving the way yeah and, and there's good <clears throat> and bad things to it don't get me sure. wrong but like what what they're basically saying is like yo this kid over here who's a snowboarder can have a YouTube channel and make money off of his stuff and be on a full academic scholarship yeah. but this kid who is playing for this university who has to do all of these extra things can't get a job can't do anything and is making the school yeah. the millions. The, the millions can't do anything when use
2: his likeness in a video game yeah, and not it's, and,
1: selling his jersey like, Reggie it's Bush walk around this. SC you would see so many Bush jerseys oh. in the stadium and I'm like he's not like of course give him a fucking car well, man
0: and, and and what's tough is like and I understand it's like you know uh, you know Larry Scott the commissioner yeah. of, uh, of the Pac-12 you know he's the highest paid commissioner in college sports at like almost six million dollars a year
2: yeah and that's not even the SEC. Like, no, that's, that's the thing
0: about that he's making six million dollars a year. Yeah, and you know, and they're talking about like these kids that you know might make X amount of. Zero. And understand, they're only in college for two, three, possibly four years. Yeah, this is a short time. Like, he could be the commissioner for the next ten years, right? right. That's and let's say he's doing that. If he's that he made he made sixty million dollars being the commissioner of the and and you know and and he does work extremely hard and he's done a lot of great things. And one of the things that you would hear is like if they're like, hey, commish, what if we you know at the SEC commissioner hey what if we cut your money well wait a second i work really hard
2: yeah it's like oh so so the, the kid they, doesn't they
0: don't well they're getting a free education and it's like oh uh, okay, are they? But when they
2: when they when they have to go to two practices a day yeah, and they gotta like learn
0: and even for kids that are doing that yeah. right a lot of kids when you're going to usc during your summers you're doing internships oh, yeah. during summers you're doing working jobs mm-hmm. you're getting experience these kids might try and pursue something but all summer long they're training they're doing rehabbing knee injuries oh, yeah, they're right. doing all this other stuff and it just be like hey well you got a degree you know, you're actually at a deficit. No BS. You go like, oh, well, you're not. No, you're not networking the same as a normal kid. Right. right? And again, there's a lot of different conversations that go sure. on because people have like student loan debts. There's yeah. a lot right. of different
2: stuff. So like when you saw Tim Tebow do his rant about like how he is, t- how he is totally against that. I know a lot of athletes came out and was like, Tim this this Take law knee, man this law this law isn't for you
0: well yeah. and and i get that and that's the thing and i think we've lost a little bit of that in this country not to get too crazy but of understanding other people's views sure. and, and respecting other people's yeah, views man. it's like tim Cool. When it's time for you to vote, vote no. Yeah. But like, and that's fine. And so I'm not gonna like fuck you, Tim Tebow. Like you, what the fuck do you know? I will. Where's my yeah. fuck you, Tim Tebow? Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't mind that. But yeah. I think it's it's always good to listen to other people's opinions because 100%. you'll never learn more. We don't have to get into the Republican Democrat side. But sure. it's like, yo, listen to what they're saying. Some of them, yes. Right. And and it's like you got to find some middle ground. And I understand what Tebow's saying, but I also understand the other side coming from a kid whose parents work two jobs. You know, yeah. I, I, I like I could never ask for money. Call my parents. If anything, no I would like have to like you know send a hundred bucks home, send hundred and fifty bucks home no just to way. help my parents. And these are little bitty things that if I were to do anything, I could risk my eligibility, right? And yeah, tough. like
2: I mean, like uh, my roommate in when when I was at USC, he was on the school volleyball team. Yeah, I couldn't buy him lunch,
0: no. I could buy anyone else lunch. Yeah. By the way, USC got into a lot of volleyball trouble because their coach their coach was a part of the scandal that that, oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, paying yeah. hundreds of thousands of dollars right. and like illegally recruiting PR, are no illegally way. saying that kids were recruits yeah. just to get them into USC. Those yeah. Guy
1: were, those guys were fucking just beasts of people, man. I would see them at the gym <laughs> and just like
2: that. Yeah, that 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 was my roommate. was your roommate? Uh, his, his name is J- uh Josh Feldman. This is like from. He was on the he was on the bench, but like it, it doesn't w- matter. Yeah, it was like from oh
1: three to 06. God, you're fucking old. <laughs> Four <laughs> years <laughs> younger than you. Uh, Wait, so, so take yeah. us through the Arizona days, though. Yeah, I mean, so when you're playing basketball, in, where'd
0: you grow up again? Ah, uh, Phoenix. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, love Phoenix. Some Great of the best town. comedy clubs. Dude. Great town. What part?
0: Uh, I grew up in Glendale. Nice. That's why I deadlift. But, my not, dad lived but, for but not. But not like. Not arena Glendale, like Glendale, like Phoenix Glendale border, oh, yeah. yeah so. Like maybe
1: ten minutes from the Arrowhead Mall. Yeah.
0: So when yeah. everyone's like, everyone's like, oh Glendale, the stadium's like, no, that no, no, came no. that yep, came later. That later, later, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I'm Glendale,
1: the the giant toaster. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. So I'm I'm a, I'm a Westside Phoenix. Kid. Fuck yeah. Okay. okay.
1: So that must have been extra sweet to play there, yeah. Yeah,
0: they won the national championship in 97, and mm-hmm. I was a junior. Then in 98, I was like, yo, where else am I gonna go? I was like, you, know, you got ludo Olsen and Mike Bibby and Come Miles on. Simon Miles and all those Simon. guys. Mike Dickerson, Jason Ta- Terry. Dude, talk so about like, a yeah. guy
1: that I, th- I mean, you were talking about guys, awesome. just some of them not panning out and yeah. being great and just not making the transition. I still, to this day, I'm like, how did Miles
0: Simon not become He was a great college player. Great, great college player. One of the great college players of his generation. And that's one of those things where like, this is a great example. This is a guy that won a national championship, could have been a first round pick, decided to go back to school, Mm -hmm. and still they lost in the Elite Eight to Andre Miller and a great team, and they were number one in the country, and he was first team All-American, and gets drafted in the second round, sprains his ankle in training camp, and just never got a chance. This guy turned down millions of dollars. Right, Turned down millions of dollars, and if he would have, could have gone to school, he could have made a couple hundred grand on his likeness. He could have done some stuff that could have sure. set him up further. Yeah. But like, what do you say to the guy? Do you want guys to go stay in school? <laughs> if I know that I'm making fifty grand a year that I can help my family out, maybe I'll stay in school longer yeah, and sure. get the and, and you know, maybe allow, actually get that education. Yeah, and maybe get that education. It's like, dude, sure. I'm good. Like, I'm making seventy five grand. I'm getting to play basketball. I get to hang out with my buddies. I can have a car, and I don't have to worry about the NCAA tracking me down. I don't yeah. have to worry. About any of us, and that's not for everybody. Yeah. We understand that there's a a point two percent people, but if you're not fighting for everyone equally, even if it's those two percent or point two percenters, what are we doing?
2: Yeah, it's it's pretty insane. Where. And then they talk about like how a lot of kids are now going overseas because yeah. they they can make money over there. It's yeah. like okay, well you want the kids to stay here and play in your final four and do and do everything. Then yeah, maybe make them, let them make a little money on the side. Dude, look yeah. what
1: Marbury did. That yeah. shit was
0: uh, make some. And that's at the end of the day, it's like it's hard for for me to look at Nick Saban who's hmm. making $6 million, sure. to look at a Calipari that's making $7 million, yeah. and you're saying, well, this is going to hurt you know, amateur sports. This is going to hurt the women. Then don't play those fucking coaches $4 million. Yeah, no yeah, shit, don't pay them $7 dude. million. But the first thing that they're going to say is, well, I make so much money. My thing that I think they should do Mm-hmm. is and this is going to be this is controversial i think they should cap every college coach in the country i think the most wow. they should be able to make is one mm. million dollars and if you've been there for x amount of years most you can make is two million dollars even if you won even if you won yeah. why what like
1: what more do you need man because
0: then you would have less coaches bouncing around yeah right which is something that they don't like yeah yeah
2: yeah because then when a coach recruits a kid that kid wants to go play for that coach yes so when so when the coach leaves in two years yeah or goes
0: pro or does all this other stuff and it's like coaches can leave with no penalty right right players can't you have to sit out a year you can't if you go try and transfer in conference which could mean you're trying to go closer to home yeah you have all these loops and things that you got to go through why not cap the college coaches and say the most that you can make is two million dollars why not cap why not cap the because two million dollars is a shit ton of money yeah and like look we saw nick saban he can't just up and go to the nfl it didn't work out. Right. So if we're it's not like well we're going to well, lose he was coaches.
2: The, well, he's with the Dolphins. Like like well, maybe yeah. give him a pro team next year. Yeah, time. but look,
0: you know, people have turned <laughs> things around. Yeah, sure, team, sure, like, sure, look, sure, you sure. know, look at what look at what Carroll did. Yeah. yeah. Like look what he did the Seahawks. They hadn't had any type of success like that. Mm-hmm. So like my thing is this, if you capped how much those guys could make, like that money now all goes back to university. Yeah. That money now can all go back into the student athletics, into the student right, body. The kids. So like don't make it seem like there's not ways to cut other people's pay. When
1: mm-hmm. did you hit your growth spurt? Was it middle Ooh, school? Shit. When did you when did basketball become was it always just fun? There has to be a point when you're like NBA now, dreams are real. Yeah, like now it's but business. you're like, oh now so, this is I'm me, getting you letters. You
0: know what's so funny for me? I was an idiot. Like I, I was I just I was a hooper. I just played with my buddies in the park every day. And I showed up. I remember my freshman year, I showed up. I was like six, one and a half taller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then wore a size 14. And then. bucketball ball, yeah. Yeah, I could play a little yeah. bit. I could play. And then. I was ineligible my whole freshman year. I might have played like four games. Mm. Failed freshman PE. I just didn't dress out. I would like still uh, get his scores. Yeah. So I'd be yeah. like that kid yeah, at 14, yeah, yeah. just Mucking sweaty, wins, yeah. just messing around. Mm. And he failed me, failed freshman PE. And then my my, you know, again, this is before internet and all this stuff. Right. My, you know, my my whole summer play basketball in the park every day with my buddies. I go from 6'2 to like 6'5 and a half, 6'6. Six six. I show back up like skinny and athletic in my high school coach. Coach is like, he like pleaded like Richard. Like, Richard, <laughs> listen. And they had the number one team in the state. They had a really good, really good team. Bibby was the number one team in the higher division. We were the number one team in the next division. Damn. And he was like, Richard, let's just, I can't have you on this team with all these seniors if you're going to be ineligible. And blah, blah blah. I was like, all right, cool and so then I just went to class and got that was on honor roll and pissed everyone off and then I started So you taking had the off. goods up here no, you I just had the were goods like, I just was like there was no motivation like yeah. again like my brothers didn't graduate high school there wasn't like you know wow. if you don't grow up with around this and you don't grow up yeah, with this no expectations then, Yeah and it's like my parents were just glad that I was staying out of trouble right yeah. and so
1: Why because was, trouble was uh, around yeah, a lot It wasn't
0: it was, no 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 it wasn't that bad like we moved we lived in south central LA my mom moved to Phoenix uh, you know and the 88 because to get out of South Central and so it was like we were in a nice area now We didn't have a lot of nice things because all the money went to like living in a nice area Right, so it was like my parents were just like working two jobs working hard And they were just like they would drop me off at the park and they knew that at 10 o'clock They would pick me up and I was there meanwhile My brothers were running rampant acting crazy so that my high school coach was the first person to be like do you know what the fuck you can do? And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. And then, <laughs> and just slowly but surely, he was John Bowie, uh, Moon Valley. He was the one that kind of just took me under his wing, and then wow. slowly but surely, shit kind of went crazy.
1: What was your work ethic for hoops always like once you got into it and saw how good you could be? You were like, all right, I need to do what's necessary to.
0: Yeah, I just I love to play. Yeah. Like I, I I will say this, and I, I became I had a better work ethic later in my career, right? But I love to compete. That mm-hmm. was my channel. That was my outlet. Like, competitiveness? Like, yeah, let's go. And I wanted to play every sport as a kid. I yeah. would have been the kid that would have played football, would have played, like, Little League. I would have done all of that. But we just didn't have the resources. We didn't have – my parents weren't going to be able to buy cleats. I was growing out of shoes every 15 minutes to buy cleats yeah, and pay a 100 bucks to play in Little League. So, like, when the Little League lights were on by my house, I would go to, like, the elementary school and shoot hoops at night and, like, mm-hmm. go joke with my buddies that were, like, in, you know, sixth, seventh grade. Um,
1: what was draft day like?
0: Draft day was crazy, man. Like, you know, I just remember, like, you know, David Stern. Um, I, I was one of the first guys that didn't get invited to the green room. Mm. Uh, they, so, basically, a little short story teams were talking shit about me. So, I was supposed to go like 10 to 20 somewhere. Yeah. And they, you know, they'd had some bad history in the green room guys sitting there too long Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Right. You know, uh, Richard Lewis fell to the sure. second round, yeah. came, out of sec- uh, came out of high school. Which, uh, yeah, you yeah, know, come on. it worked out well. It worked yeah. out well for your Sonic. <laughs> yeah. And so they were like really, and teams were like talking shit about me hoping that I would drop. So I was working out in Charlotte and they're like, hey, how'd you shoot the ball in Houston? I was like, oh, I shot the ball really, really well. Probably the best I shot. They're like, oh, well, they told us you couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. And I was like, oh. Either way, the when we call and they we're like, hey, Richard Greenwood, they're like, well, we don't have him in the lottery. I was the first person. I was the first person picked. I was in the lottery, but I was the first person picked, not in the green room. So I was at home. I was at home hanging out. <laughs> Holy! But I just shit. remember closing my eyes when I felt like I was going to get drafted. I was like, Houston. I had a great workout. It yeah. was the only time I did it. And Radmon went before me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I closed my eyes, and they're like, with the 13th pick, uh, Houston Rockets select Richard Jefferson, and it was just like, that was you the still first get time. Still chills thinking about no, it. Still, still to yeah. this day, that was the first time it became a reality. Wow! So, and with you your go, family, do they just go? No, wow. I, I was. It was a very tense situation. So, like, I, my family was at a party, and then after that, all went down, and I got traded to New Jersey yeah. on draft day. I think I, I heard I, that story. Yeah, I got traded to New Jersey, and then I ended up driving to like, like thirty minutes to, uh, to the Point Hilton. That's where we were doing it.
1: Because yeah. who was on that? You said you were pretty bummed, right? You because that Houston team,
0: Houston team, they had missed the playoffs by like two. CB like franchise, was franchise, Catino Mobley. I had a great workout. They were the Houston Rockets. My high school team was the Moon Valley Rockets. Like oh, I was like Man. stoked, yeah, awesome. A Western Conference. I got a history of winning. Yeah, yeah. I get to come to Phoenix twice a year, and all of a sudden they go. New Jersey, and I was like, "What the fuck is, is that? New still a New place?" Jersey? <laughs> like, the, and the only thing I knew about them is that they had won twenty like six games that year, <sighs> right. and we won like twenty eight games in college. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> man!" But then they traded for Jason Kidd, and the rest was history. Shortly they, after, like, right? like like a day later,
1: was wow. that just like I mean, oh,
0: I almost wrecked my car on the freeway. Right, because I was just like, "Could you play
2: against kid in college?" No, no, I didn't play no, against kid no. in college.
0: He, I was, he was in playing for the Suns when I was going to college. Oh, okay. So okay. I'd like, I'd known oh, I like, I know him. Oh, did you seen him? So I saw him, and I was yeah. just like, "This is a dream." To, as an athlete, those are guys that you want to play with, right? Do they hook yeah. it up
1: when you're in college to go to pro games if you're a star? No, 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 no,
0: because
1: no, that would violate NCAA rules. Yeah,
0: no, you're not allowed because it, it's just okay. And you know, it was a different Tampering, time. But you know how dope he so. was. Yeah, because you would watch Jay all his highlights. Yeah. It was like Jason Kidd, John Stockton, Steve Nash. These are guys that you dream about playing. Right. Like, also, your style like of like ball. Magic Johnson, Magic. Like, and again, yeah. I'm from the West Coast, and we played up and down. And like, those are the things that you just dreamt <sighs> about playing. Like catching lobs from Jason Kidd, right? And it's like, I like you catching did, lobs, yeah. right? And yeah. What was that like? Yeah, could it you was, just
1: tell, with those balls? Because GP would tell us, him in the Rain Man, he said, uh, he'd do a little like, and then Kemp knew it was coming. It was coming. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes just, even he said I could throw it higher and like you got hops. Like, so
0: the funniest thing is I would never forget this. Like it was preseason and Jason, Kenyon Martin, who is a pogo stick. Yeah. dude, Pogo stick, right? That's insane. And so Kenyon, like he would throw these lobs at Kenyon. And I remember I missed a couple of lobs, like twice. And I'm sitting here like petrified, like one of my heroes, yeah, like, my dude. idol. And I don't want him to stop throwing me lobs. And I was like, hey Jay, like hey. And I like went to him like a kid. <laughs> yeah. I went to him like a kid. I'm tw- Mr. Kid? I'm yeah. like 21, I'm like, ah, uh, Mr. Kid, sir. I was like, hey. And it was like the hardest thing I think I'd ever said to him. And I was like, hey, um, I don't jump like Kenyon. Like as mm-hmm. Kenyon, you put it to a spot and he just f- straight up to that spot. Yeah. I was like, you have to put loft on it and then I can go get it. And and I'm like petrified to like he's gonna f- ask a follow-up question or sure. just be like, or I just don't throw you lobs. And I'm yeah, just like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And he goes, All right. And I was and that was it. That was it. And he was just so amazing and so good and To me, probably the best ever at throwing lobs, best ever because Magic Johnson had all of this, right? But it wasn't lobs, lobs. but it wasn't lobs. Also, for him to know just to like take a little bit, it's like a quarterback that can, like, there's lines and there's that loft and there's over that second tier and over the first defender before the
1: free safety. Like, he he, knows how to do that. He was
0: just like, All right, and then after that, this man could throw me half court lobs like it was nothing. That squad,
1: arguably, I mean, obviously, you went to the finals, and uh, but like, dude, Kittles, Van Horn. I mean,
0: was a lot it of fun. was it as fun. crazy as it and was. fun as
1: it looked to watch?
0: It was because we had like we were picked to finish second to last in our conference because no one had knew and right. Jason Collins, Scalabrini, yeah, we had a lot of guys, and then all of a sudden we just meshed so well and we became you know a perennial like Eastern Conference powerhouse.
2: Uh, so one of my one of my friends asked me to ask you this question. Are you
1: good for like five, ten more?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah he said. Is it true that when uh, he was struggling during one of his finals with the Nets, that he went to a local YMCA to get to get shots in? Uh, And if so, why a YMCA instead of the facilities that you had access to as an NBA player?
0: (laughs) Well, you know, you have to understand too, like. Like they, Shout out JV ball yeah, yeah yeah you're only you only have access to like the other team's practice facilities for a certain amount of time okay you only have access to their arena for a certain amount of time so you don't really have access to gyms 24 hours a day gotcha. so if you want to go get shots up at nine o'clock it, there's a there's a whole ordeal uh, okay if you want to go get shots up at 8 p.m like a lot of guys go at home like in Dallas they do a really good job they have the the nightclub where it's like you have a time slot so it's like if you want to go get shots in at night it's like hey here's your shot slot slot from seven 7 to 7.30, 7 to 7.20, and they'll slot everybody in. So you don't have to, but if you wanna go get extra shots, there's gonna be people there, there's gonna be water, you can get ice, everything. So, wow. and so they have like, but there's not like, you're not gonna call somebody at 8.15 and say, hey, you want to meet me there at eight 30? He's like, no, they actually are professionals and they give you a slot from like 8 to 9. Gotcha. The gym will be open. Gotcha. And, but that's at home for Dallas. On the road, it's a little bit more difficult so you have to find a YMCA or something and then that's how guys get extra shots Can up. you imagine
2: just walking to a YMCA and you <laughs> see Richard Jefferson who you just watched in the NBA finals? Like, uh... Want to go one on one? Like, like uh, <laughs> oh. I'll
0: give you a funny story. Yeah, when go. we play, I had a buddy that went to Assumption College, just in Worcester, Massachusetts. So Worcester, we were pla- Worcester. <laughs> so when we were playing in the Celtics, he would like after the game, like we played him in the postseason twice. He would drive and pick me up, and then I would drive to that college town, like a ninety minutes away, kid. Full on hammer, yeah, just yeah. like like college drunk. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, drinking like two dollar you call it. it's like Jager yes, Get Fucked yeah. up that kid and fucked up. up out there, <laughs> and then just like kids are being like. I just saw you <laughs> in the fucking, uh, on NBC. Like, yeah, what the? the, and it's just like, crazy. Ah. Yeah, like I'm and NBC drunk. And you know, you had like two days in between. Great song too, by the way. And then John Tesh. Just, yeah, John Tesh. We talking about, that's the pot, that's the intro to our podcast. The John yeah, Tesh, the yeah, round yeah. ball classic. Yeah, round yeah. Ball yeah. Rock. Uh, how did I'm you rock. pick that?
1: How do you not pick that?
0: Well, no. And so I called, I was like, yo, that's awesome. I remember we were talking about it and then I was like, What is? uh, I was like, so I called to see who had rights. I had a friend that's in the music industry. I was like, hey, can you see? And they were like, yeah, sure, take it. No one's using it. And so, no one's using it. No one. Well, no one was using it. I lost my virginity to that. Yeah, no one's using it for the for the. No one was using it for like podcasts, so I can't okay. use it on television. We can't use mm. it for anything like on like that. But you can use it as an intro to our podcast. We're the only ones that have rights to it. Isn't that cool? Fucking a dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. No one asked. No one asked. It's literally don't ask you don't get. I mean,
1: I'm sure you watched growing up too. Yes. Like the NBN and NBC. Is I was
0: so bummed because it changed. Like ABC my la- they- my rookie year was the last year was on NBC, ah. and then the next year changed. So did you
1: ever get on a? It'd be an game? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
0: because we went to the finals, my rookie Oh, yeah. So yeah. I was like, it was like, <laughs> <dun, dun, dun, cute> You see Marv Alberts? on the side. You're like, Even now, Bill Walton, Snapper Jones. Snapper Jones, Snapper Jones, dude. Costas' intro Richard Jefferson has got yeah. a How do you smoke? not Give him the ball if more If anybody wants to go back And see how fucking Unfair it was For Michael Jordan And yeah. when they talk about The Jordan rules yeah. You go back and watch Some of those old Bob Costas Like intros yeah. mm-hmm. And it was like Will this be The final moment For Michael Jordan oh, And it's yeah. like They start playing like Come fly with me yeah. And like I believe I can fly oh, yeah. and you're like This is an intro for Michael Jordan. Is there another team playing? (laughs) It's like a two minute Bob Costas intro for just Michael Jordan. You didn't know who they were playing. Yeah. And yeah. it was the finals, Jordan and you're Rolls. like, if you're the Utah Jazz, you're like, "Fuck, do we have I a mean, chance?" Like, I only got stocked in Malone over yeah, here. Yeah, like like, two Hall of Famers what? went to the playoffs 19 straight dude, years. Dude, I'll rewatch
1: do. old Sonic Bulls uh, finals games awesome. just because, like that. GP. I mean, look, in GP even said he's like, if me and Nate were healthy and had gotten on Mike earlier, maybe we would have gone seven. The fact that we even pushed it to six was great because going down 0-3 and they were
0: great. They that were unreal, was, dude. They but, were unreal. And that
1: soup team was so good, but we just. It, you know, if we had gone there a year before or if Sean stayed, whatever. But um but it was so biased because you listen to Walton, and again it was so Jordan heavy. They yeah. do Jordan intros, and then every play that Jordan didn't get the ball or would get fouled, Walton would go, How do you call a foul on Michael Jordan? Jordan. <laughs> he goes, How do you do this? He's one of the greatest plays. Deadlift shrimp, you're gonna tell me he doesn't foul? Well, you're like, <laughs> dude, you look Walton. Great, no Walton, by the way. Such great. Dude, yeah, and I'm about to get high with him, but I was like, shut that, the that, fuck that, up, that, man. Yeah, I
0: know, but and it's one of those things too where it's like you look back on it and that's that's why, not that he didn't have a little like boost from of the course, late, but sure. that was one of the things about MJ. They could do a three-minute intro on him, and then he just delivered. I know, he dude. delivered yeah. every time he Can showed you up. you watch the intros? Fucking, oh, I, I would go back and watch. I literally probably when I when we got the the audio like permission, I went back and probably spent hours watching like old Bob Costas intros because yeah. Bob Costas is a legend. He legend, was, yeah. dude. Like top five to ever do it right and so it's like you know watching those intros and like you get goosebumps because that's yeah. like our childhood nba on nbc you would get the Knicks, you get the pacers yep. you would get uh you would Dude. get the miami heat you would get <laughs> sometimes you would get the lakers like yeah. it was like mm-hmm. the early shack years yeah and then uh uh you you get the you know, jazz, and suns but they weren't that sexy you no. would get a lot of the supersonics yeah the nuggets you would get them yeah. a little bit but it was mainly nicks pacers um, who out Indy, because they were really, really good. Uh, those were the main ones that I would, and the and Bulls, I'm sorry, and the Bulls, that's, yeah. that's who you would get. Yeah.
2: Now, are, are there, because you talk about the Jordan rules, are there times like now in the league where, because I've heard refs, players say that refs will yell, them like, dude, you're not getting that call. Like, yeah, well, will, been, will yes. you get things like that?
0: Yeah, 100%. And okay. it's like one of those things where you have to understand, like, if, if if you're a referee and I see this guy shoot the ball 28 times, mm-hmm. right, versus someone that sh- I see you shoot the ball three times, like you're like yeah. yes, I'm paying more attention to this guy because he's doing right. more. And so yeah, there there's a level to it. But even look, no NBA player has ever fouled, and <laughs> every superstar has been fouled on every shot he's ever taken. Yeah. Those are just things Fact. that we have to yeah. Accept, there right? you go. Just have okay. To uh,
1: yeah. Before we wrap up, I want to know um, a moment in your career where you got. Um, so genuinely frustrated, and, and how did you turn that around? Like, there was a game or uh, a confrontation with a player um, that you didn't anticipate, or with a coach, and then uh, and then I want to know who was the most fun to play with, and who did you uh, dread playing against?
0: Uh you know what? Uh, for me, I, I would say that uh, you know, dread is such a tough word. Um, Fear? No, no, I'm saying dread in the sense of like a situation that probably didn't go as well like you know that's antonio thing for me which has been well documented mm-hmm. uh but i learned so much from yeah. pop and i and, and and chip england and tim duncan to yeah. this day like he you know every once in a while if he has one too many of those uh caribbean rums he might send <laughs> me a text and talk some stupid shit like i know like when i found out he was going to be a coach this year i was like dude yeah. my entire career i've always said you were the most intelligent Person that I've been around, this is the dumbest fucking thing that you've <laughs> ever fucking done, right? This is the yeah. dumbest thing. But uh, you know, he's like him and Pop and 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 they are so awesome. Uh, but I, I think dreading is tough because like guys sure. like Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. even LeBron, these guys are gonna shoot twenty-five times. They're gonna shoot thirty times. So you just, Bron went for fifty-five. One Kobe's time. gonna shoot MJ, seventy-nine MJ, times MJ, in a game. Yeah, yeah. MJ <laughs> went for forty against us. Those next right. team, yeah. that was the coolest thing. I was gonna say because he was on the Wizards. He was on the Wizards. Were there yeah.
1: certain guys that you couldn't help but just like when you're on the court you're like
0: what the fuck oh dude? mj mj yeah. i'll say this latrell spreewell was the so Loved i was, latrell. yeah i love latrell so my rookie year first time i'm ever checking in the game it's a mm-hmm. preseason game we're playing the knicks he's on the team and coach looks at me he's like hey um go get carry and i was like all right i'm checking in first time ever in my life in the nba game still preseason and i'm like another right. chills moment yeah, yeah another chills moment he's like you got latrell and i was like the guy that just fucking chokes him. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. Like, Welcome like to the NBA, kid. Welcome to the NBA, and it was yeah, like yeah, sure, yeah. can you yeah. guard LJ. I was, yeah. like, was like, is there anybody else <laughs> yeah. like that I can guard now? But like that was it. Like you're getting up and you have like this whole like wave of emotion. Like the first time you're checking into a game, you're like going in and you're playing in the Knicks and it's preseason in like Connecticut. It means nothing. Right. But like for you as a kid, yeah, the dude. first time you get in, and all of a sudden they're like, you got Latrell Spreble, and You're like. Excuse me? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Excuse me? So that was cool. And Latrell's the nicest guy. He is, yeah. Nicest, nicest guy of all time. Such a great competitor. Love him. But it was like, all I knew as a 20-year-old kid was that he got suspended and P.J. Carlissimo had scars on his neck.
1: Yeah, that's all, I was yeah. like,
0: I don't want to foul him. I don't know if I want to <laughs> guard him.
1: You, but, see, you seem like you had fun uh, every time you played, but yeah. there had to have been a game where you just like, whether you had, you know, two points and 15 assists or 20 and 20, whatever it was career-wise, like, was there a game that you remember where you were like, man, top to bottom, I felt like I was the best Richard Jefferson and I had the most fun and you were truly just like, God, like, I'm so glad I get to play this game.
0: Every day. I know you say that. And like mm-hmm. some days are, and it's all like, you know, it's all on a curve, right? But every day, and even like as my career, you know, wound down, wind it, wind it, wound, wound, sure, wound, wound it down, wound, 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 wind it down, wound, <laughs> wound down, wound <laughs> down <laughs> as my career wound down. It was one of those things where it's just like I just started enjoying different elements. I gotcha. would talk to the referees more. Yeah. I, would, I would talk to the random, fans even Joey more. Crawford. He would just yeah, even Joey, right? <laughs> yeah. Joey, like even so, he did the last game that Joey ever did. Uh, the last game that Joey ever did, he hurt his knee in one of our games in one mm. of our games that we were playing and I knew he was kind of hurt and he was getting old yeah. so you know a knee injury for him could be so, you know so I went into the locker room I went into the referee's locker room which I'd never done in my yeah. career knocked on the door and I was like how you doing he's like you know I should have called it quits after last year I knew I should have called quits and I was like well just know man like it's been an honor because these guys are as much a part of the game yeah, and dude, even though sure. fans hate them and we get on their fucking nerves and we hate each other like they're a part of it like you grow up watching Joe. you grow up watching these referees, steve jab you grow up watching these guys and so it's just you know to see you know a legend and like be there in his last game and i had referees come up to me Two months later, be like, "Hey, I heard what you did. with you like that's that's, Dang, that's super you're awesome." Like, and I was like, "Dude, you guys are traveling the same amount as we do. Sure, you're yeah, doing everything thankfully. that we can with and no, with none of the love, none of the love, And there's you no doing, ref groupies. Yeah, and you're doing as much as you can. Joey Crawford's
2: like, not getting like some tail after the game, yeah, going to yeah.
0: the
1: nightclub, yeah. making a... or maybe eh, it maybe yeah. maybe yeah. Joey <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, like, Crawford was also like, you have a bad game as a ref. You come back, people. Hate you more. You have hate a bad game more. as a player. They're like rooting for you to turn it around. Hopefully. Yeah. And
0: now with Twitter and like yeah, analytics, Twitter. and they're like, "Well, we've we're two and seven Whenever this person, and you're just oh, like, God. you're just like, shut <laughs> yeah.
2: the fuck up. Shut up. up go play.
0: Make more shots. Yeah. How,
2: about uh, that? how does Woj get all his damn information?
0: Uh he is a wizard. Right. Yeah. He, like he he uses you, wizardry that not a lot of people have. Do you get texts?
2: Because I I I think well, that like I'll y- say this. You find out what's happening with your knee
0: from Woj. Like yeah, he, like know. you say don't well, even. Woj is. Yeah. You like oh I'll well say, like I know my doctor said about two weeks. Let, let but me, let me say this about yeah. Woj. Yeah. Woge is very, very serious about mm-hmm. his job. Like we think it's sports, and it yeah. is. But Woge is very, very serious. He's a person that could be working for Time Magazine, or the Wall Street yeah. Journal, or or the New York <laughs> Times. Like he's one of those yeah. people that, like, if he had gone a different route in like his journalistic per like view, sure. he could be up for like Nobel Peace Prize. He for, could like, be the guy breaking that finds a out he who could, the
2: whistleblower yeah, is, and the whistleblower. Yeah. He yeah. could have yeah, been yeah. the person because right. he
0: just knows how to do it. But he takes it very 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 yeah. seriously and that's a credit to him and his craft and he was one of the first if not the first to really go about it that way yeah, Him and Shifter, but just man. but just understand that like woge doesn't i joke woge doesn't joke as much as mm-hmm. as uh as other people do because he is a very All serious business. journalist he's very very serious and i respect that yeah like i said we talked about democrat you got to respect other people's yeah. side so i don't know how he does it yeah i don't want to ask him but <laughs> I stay out of what what. what does Woj I have your mom's
2: mom. number? Like, does she, he text her? everyone's number. <laughs>
0: Woj works for the NSA, right? That's what people don't know, right? Like, he's hacked into this computer. You hear me saying all of these nice yeah. things <laughs> yeah, about yeah, Woj. Yeah. It's oh, like, Woj! He's already don't heard hack him. me. He's <laughs> yeah. already heard this. <laughs> yeah, 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 He's like, yeah, motherfucker. That's yeah, what yeah
1: He knew yeah. what yeah. Brad the gender of Brad's baby was he before. He, yeah. like, he sent that
0: question to he you. Yeah, he sent that question. He knows I'm not really a dwarf, and that I just use it for the. Like he as a your leg yeah. he, knows. Like he had your legs surgically shortened <laughs> he knows so cool. yeah. he knows shout, shout out to Woj shout out to Woj uh, so
1: you're on the jump all the time yes right? um, road tripping obviously I'm doing road check tripping check it out this are you doing year, any while you're out here
0: yeah no no so I just did uh, so I just found out I'm gonna be calling games uh, for ESPN shut Super the excited.
1: fuck up dude
0: you guys are the first people that I've wow. shared that with. wow un- dude can
1: I be honest knew that, that was awesome, guys, awesome. come blown. on I,
0: look this is my first year so like I like my my wife hates me but I'm completely honored because I'm calling uh Christmas Day game. I'm calling Bro. Celtics yes Christmas Day. Like, like yeah that's, that's like that's the like shit. Dude, yeah it's a shit. Like dude, I, I'm gonna I mean, miss my kids. I love them. I'll send them a letter. Uh <laughs> but yeah, it's dude. like <laughs> hey. Yeah, I would, like watch them on the TV. Daddy, yeah, you'll, so, do
2: a, you'll do a tug on your ear, or, yeah, you, or do you'll do their yeah. favorite catchphrase like, hey, yeah. to yeah. let them know. No, D-
0: daddy's sitting home stuff. But yeah. no, so I get to call Christmas Day game, which for me, man, like Good for you, If you're dude. gonna get into this business, like whatever you do and anything, try and be the best. So when I found out, like we were at dinner a couple of days ago, Maria Taylor, they were doing a countdown because I'm gonna be doing countdown some this year, Dope, also. Dude. And they lean over, like, yeah, we have you calling some Christmas games. And I look over Maria, and I'm like. I just I just found out 30 seconds ago that I'm calling games for ESPN. Then like later in dinner, he's like, "Yeah, I think I think Christmas Day is one of the games. I'm not sure what game." It's like I was like, "Maria, I just found out 10 seconds." Ago. <laughs> and I'm like sitting here trying to play it cool, but right. I'm so honored and uh, I'm you so get humbled. You to, throw I, to I, I, yeah, Oh my god! It's like, dude, like that was in your
1: squad. So, um, um, yeah, I, I, like I, I don't
0: know all the details, okay. but like, this is just kind of like I've got I got this information like literally just kind of stumbled out to me in the last dude, couple so of days. So I'm so pumped for you. So man. I'm so excited. So I get to do that. I'm still gonna be doing get up a ton uh which i love greenberg yeah. is a legend yeah he is all huh? time greenberg is all like when you watch people and you're like you're really fucking good at your job yeah. right like greenberg, greenberg. rachel yeah. nichols is another one i yeah. get to work with on the jump you so, and Jalen are yeah Jalen's uh, all get, I mean, time like so another I,
1: guy you and him i feel like are at the top and of jay because
0: like... jay, Jalen's one of those people that as soon as i saw if i want to be great in this in this yeah. job like you're somebody that i have to look at right i don't want to be you <laughs> but you're somebody that i have to look at and so Jalen's one of those people uh but yeah i'm so excited Excited, man! The fact that I get to call games for ESPN, yeah, dude, and I still get to call a ton of games for the Brooklyn Nets. I get to work mm-hmm. with Iron Eagle, who is Iron Eagle, i Am Eagle, I. the Eagles all time, right? Yeah, and so dude. all of those things, man. I've been so blessed and so fortunate that you know, again, doing road tripping helped me learn. I learned so many things. And for all the kids out there, anything that you want to do in your fucking life, just get reps, right? <clears> get, get reps, get whatever, get whatever reps, it whatever is, whatever it is. get You reps. want to be a director? Start directing. Start shit. directing. Start just fucking make up your own shit. Yeah, and yeah everything yeah. leads
1: to other opportunities, it does. even if you don't see like like the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. Because I'm sure with Road Trip and you were like, I don't know if this is going yeah, to pan gonna out too, but, it's, this, this, but I'm going to put this, all in on this. It's the yeah.
0: dumbest fucking thing we ever thought of. And <laughs> next thing you know, like everyone, like we have 100,000 downloads, 200,000 downloads and episodes. And you're like, okay I guess people like it I guess we'll keep doing it and, and you so, know yeah. people
1: are watching like all these ESPN like they're they know about it yeah. then they listen they're like oh this guy can k- like articulate yeah. Yeah. and be relatable
0: yeah and I'm not even that good yet and I and I mean that from a standpoint is like I just finished my rookie season as a broadcaster so yeah. my goal is yeah. to You're be rookie, better yeah. in yeah. year two year five gotta year get your ten catchphrases you gotta get my catchphrases right <laughs> Do you got right? any <laughs> no damn it Mark Jackson stole fucking all the best ones he's got all the best ones uh, yeah, you yeah, gotta, Bill, yeah. Bill Walton's got great ones Bill Green, Walton can you just
1: start like taking like uh, pre-existing slogans like ba-da-ba-ba-ba i yeah,
0: love that I love that or throw it down big fella. Yeah. You know, like, big fella now
2: there was a guy who used to call hockey for the Florida Panthers who would take requests from the audience so after every goal he'd be like he shoots he scores make me a bicycle clown <laughs> like he would just
0: he just does quotes i from, like that i like right. that i might I, I, to my, I might i might have to do that like give me something that yes. i yes. have to mix into the broadcast Get your dunk to to oh, night. and God. you know what ian eagle who is amazing yeah right ian eagle has won all the awards as a broadcaster he is so good there is nothing that you can shoot at him like i remember like in like i try and push my limits in yeah. anything i do i sure. remember he was like so you know blah 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 is going to be doing color commentary and i was like hey ian we prefer the term african-american and he's like it's <laughs> like uh, 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 oh richard <laughs> i see i see you haven't quite learned the broadcasting terminology yet and i know oh, yeah we're just and that's just like you're so fucking good that, like, yeah. I can't even rattle yeah, you. Yeah. Like, no. I, I threw a racist <laughs> joke at you that you could not touch. Dude, well, you shake his, it. Because yeah. he, he's got to know how to do it when he's
2: on the broadcast and some fan drunkenly does yells he's some, some so stuff good. and the mics pick it yeah, up. Like, I did, be, I, yeah, I did one and we guy. were talking
0: about nicknames and stuff. And he's yeah. like, Did Channing Fry any nicknames for me? I was like, No, nah, he just used to call me Dick. And he was, like, <laughs> he was like, As in Nixon. And I was like, Well, I was like, well Ian, that is my name. Yeah. And he's like, yeah oh yeah and so the you know the Cavs score another two-pointer and it's just like, and it's like that's, that's fun it's like you're pushing the limits and things that like are like normal but it's like you know to have a professional next to you that even if you go too far or you're put like he's got your back a percent. Oh, so
2: he's you, so good so your name so your name is richard so you can give players Dick names, dick
0: names, yeah. Oh, yeah, there yeah, you go.
2: So yeah. Shaq's got Shaq in a fool. You could have dick names. Yeah, dick names. The dick of the week. <laughs> <laughs> the dick of the week. Yeah, Richard's dick pick. Richard's dick pick. Oh my oh, go. God, dude, we, just we did it. We're gonna get it. We're I'm not even kidding. The that's dick pick of the week. Doris <laughs> Burke is gonna be like a now 000%. And now, <laughs> now for the dick <laughs> pick of the week, I might have
0: to legally change my name to to Dick to get it through. Dick Rich. like, like my name is now Dick Jefferson, everybody. Yeah. Dick pick of the week. I think it's awesome. That's that's genius. guys. the dude. Who's
2: to win the Christmas Day game. Day, Let's yeah. go to the, the, the dick, dick pick dick of the week. Dick pick of the week. <laughs>
0: holy shit ESPN make it happen awesome (laughs) it's gonna happen I'm going to get it done okay good yeah I'm going to I I, I said something the other day it was like I I was talking because we have all this stuff that you don't know if you can get it in yeah sure and and one of our producers Nick Tufts who's my guy for get up he was just like I said something um I said you think I can get away with this he's like I don't know try it so I was like yeah you see this this is what this is called coaches porn this is what coaches get excited about yeah and everyone was like Okay, you apparently you can say coaches porn. Awesome, now. dude. Like, this is what coaches <laughs> This is why you're gonna about. flourish, dude, yeah. because yeah. that type kind of shit,
1: man. is just a little bit more Hang connectability yeah, and a little bit like, more like the, real people the, the, shit.
0: He just say coaches porn. It's like, yes. This and is guess a, what it is? Because this is what this is literally what our coaches would say to us yes. in film sessions. He's like, see this, look at this defense, look at this scramble, look at the down See, that's coaches porn. This is what we watch when we're home by ourselves. Dude, you're right? I gonna I tell me that. George Carl
1: didn't get hard <laughs> thinking he figured out how to stop Matumbo. Oh
0: my god, yeah, hundred percent. And that's the thing, is like for me, it's just trying to have that. Type of fun, yeah. but Dick Pick of the week is Tune. In. That's got to be worth at least that a couple is, free tickets. That is definitely oh hundred <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> percent, okay, guys. Good. Guys, this all is right. not going to. Hopefully, you guys will have me back on the podcast. Dude, anytime, done and done. dude. It's fun, man. Every and time we go to New year. York all the time. too Yeah, and so. we'll do it. We'll do it in season when there's like topical shit going on. Yes, all the time. Just, dude. Not just all we that. We travel
1: all the time too. There's got to be times when we're, our cities are going to cross
0: York, over absurdly. All right, an absurd well, tune
2: into ESPN this NBA season for
0: all fucking show the Dick Picks of the week. Yeah, all the Dick Picks of the week.
1: And road trip and get it anywhere. Right, get it anywhere. Guys, we
0: need a graphic. That's going to be. Yeah. That's going to the be. The graphic is the biggest the, 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 part of gra- The graphic. We got to get a graphic. I mean, I think you're I'm bald. Start, I'm Can gonna, you do like a little line down the middle line of, down of your down. head? <laughs> <laughs> Dick Pick of the Week. What was that? Cool runnings. What if I, what uh, if I yeah, yeah, a line yeah. your head yeah. and make you so look it looks like, like, a like a butt? look like a butt? <laughs> One of my
1: favorite oh, movies of all oh, time. Cool Runnings
0: all the time. Feel the rhythm, feel dun, the dun. ride. Yeah, guys. We this had, was, this uh, we, was had Rally, fun. we had
1: we had Raul Davis on who oh, played Junior you? Bevel. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, no, Talk some like, of the greatest I, Cool Runnings. If you want a pod to go back and listen to, you, I'll send you just that uh, audio part. Send How it to he me. got it, dude. He was a reader for the casting office that was yeah. doing that and they were like cuz he's from Trin- uh, Trinidad. Yeah. Uh, not Jamaican, but they were like, you know, like, you're from Jamaica. He's like, yeah, I'm from Jamaica and he's from, from Trinidad, so they had him do the accent which they thought was the accent, but it wasn't and they were like, all right. There was a lot of terrible
0: Jamaican Accents a <laughs> lot, oh, right. oh, yeah. Man, it's like the, <laughs> yeah. that was like the never extent, that that like dude, the extent of that. shit So, uh, no, man, no, guys, I would love you. are the greatest, dude. Fun, this man, was such was a fun hang a man, time, man. Thanks for being so fun, cool,
1: man. too. Man, just like bumping into you. And it was like,
0: that's what the thing. It's like, it's like a pretty girl, right? It's like, all you gotta do is ask her on a date. Like, yeah, people just like, hey, you want to come on podcast? Sure, I, I got tried shit to keep to it
1: brief, too, man. Because, like, I was telling my buddy because he goes, That was fucking my buddy, also who was with me, who you know, huge NBA fan, Pistons guy, like a diehard listener, road trip. And he was like, That was unbelievable. He's like, is he really gonna do it? I was like, I don't know. I tried to keep it brief and just like give yeah, him you the asked facts. For,
0: You asked me for my email address, which was cool. And I'm new to Instagram. People are like, oh, send me a DM. I don't, I don't really do all that stuff. Send me but a dick if, pic. Yeah, send me a dick <laughs> pic. I'm definitely doing dick pics of the week. I cannot. Richard, it's going. To, to, it's I'm done. telling you, dude. It's that's done. going
1: to be like this audio. You're gonna shack the gonna, fool, we're gonna, dude. We're gonna we're yeah.
0: gonna we're gonna definitely do it. That we're definitely Christmas that's done. Day, dude. Done. My dick pic of the week. <laughs> All right, everyone, tune into ESPN <laughs> this, Christmas you, this get, Christmas. you will get you will
2: get the best pick. present ever. You're, you're, you will get Richard you're Dick gonna... picture.
1: Dude, people are gonna start. Dude, there's gonna be a whole meme. Like, oh, can I, I get I a, cannot, a dick pic from I, Richard? I, I, I You cannot. are you
0: are gonna replace crying Jordan. Oh my god, I, I got We gotta figure this out. This, right. is, this is this gonna be awesome. So thank uh, and you And that Richard Jefferson
1: on Instagram and Twitter, right?
0: Richard A Jefferson yeah. on Instagram and then uh, Twitter. It's RJeff24. Fuck yeah! Right. Yeah, awesome guys. Good times. You're the Thanks, best, buddy. Have fun.
1: Yeah. Hanukkah Willow? Nice. What's up, dog? This is your pal Bugs Bunny. Say, uh, I got a question for you. Do you know who has the head of Elmer Fudd and the body of Foghorn Leghorn? Why, that's Adam Ray and Brad Williams. Ain't I a stinker?